Welcome to this episode of the Going Off Topic Podcast. We're two Scrooges who learn nothing from our spiritual journey. Yeah, that's right. We're about as authentic as a mall Santa in Tucson, Arizona. <laughs> I'm Brandon. And I'm Chris. And we are Going Off Topic. Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of Going Off Topic. We have a really cool guest with us today. I like that Christmas theme you had there. <laughs> you learned nothing from our previous episode? Of course not. <laughs> Anyways, we just want to introduce this awesome friend of ours who's been a friend of ours for a long time. Long time. Very, very long time. Very long time. Long. <laughs> so long ago. We have Denali Shaw. How's it going, dude? Good, good. I appreciate you guys inviting me on here. It's nice to catch up and talk to you guys. And Yes, on yeah. this very cold and snowy outside. Uh, no, it's not. It's very warm and sunny and no snow on the ground whatsoever. You know, yeah. Perfect time for Christmas. So <laughs> Exactly. So I guess something we can clear up for the listeners. Your name isn't actually Denali. I mean, it is just that's my middle name. So I, my first name is Matthew. So yeah, but I kinda, that wasn't as like fun. Yeah, it's not as yeah. fun. You know, yeah. I, I knew other people with Matthew, so I was like, you know, what, I'll just be different. Use my middle Dare name, be, be different, different. You know, be a Dr Pepper original. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, gotcha. And then uh, yeah, I just kind of decided to go by it in college, and it kind of stuck. So yeah, definitely did. Yeah, I haven't met anyone else named Denali, so. I don't know who you are. <laughs> yeah. Although I did, um, there was someone in Traverse City named Denali, like a little kid. So you had um, to find him mm. to, to claim the <laughs> yeah, name. All, there can only be one. There can only be one. Excuse me, this is my name. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so do you find having the name Denali a tough mountain to climb? Oh, 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 oh. Oh, well, it can be challenging uh, talking to people. Because I'll be like, my name's Denali. And they're like, what do you say? What, what's your name? And then I'll have to explain to them. You know, it's like, interesting that people would get all hung up on that when it's we're very much in the world, the time in human history where really weird names or untraditional names is incredibly popular. Oh, yeah. Like, I met someone named Storm a long time ago when I was a kid. Storm, if you're out there, you can reach Brandon directly at 549 <laughs> Because you Well, I know. just want to help your friend out. You know, you want to reconnect with your friend, so it's important. He needs he needs a contact <laughs> information. <laughs> there we go. Uh, okay. You can invite him on the show, though. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird. You keep changing your number. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's going to be hard for people to get in touch with you. Yeah, I mean, you, you've used one, two, three, four. I mean, like, soon enough you'll be using five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I mean, like, well, you got to run out of numbers uh, at some point. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I guess I could start going with address. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, if you insist. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and start off with our Weird News and Strange Times. Okay, so I got this coming up from BBC I see you News. went with kind of like a old-timey uh, vibe there. Yeah, I had the uh, little it up. bypass filter going on there, so it yeah. makes me sound like I'm on the radio. Do I sound like I'm on old-time <laughs> radio? You tell me. All the humanity! (laughs) Christmas is cancelled! Okay, so this comes up from uh, BBC, so you'll love this. Father Christmas giving parking ticket at shopping center. They got Santa? Yep, they got the big red guy, man. Damn. (laughs) Them parking tickets. So was it his sled? Like, I mean, you know, because he's got to be aware of that. Like, it's not just... 
it's not just oh you take up a space like you got all the reindeer well it's not it's not what you park with it's where you park so oh man well wishers have rallied around santa after he was given a parking ticket in the wrong place wait so a bunch of well wishers so i'm just imagining like a peace group that was all holding hands like surrounded him in like a circle (laughs) guitars playing not my santa (laughs) let my santa go yeah, Father Christmas said he was stunned to receive the notice for wrongly parking a parent in a child's space at Thornby Pavilion. A child space? He stole from a child? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, Guys, Santa. I'm starting to think. Maybe this isn't this Santa. This may not be the real <laughs> Santa. I don't think Santa would actually do that. He told BBC T's, uh, Santa Claus gets a parking ticket? It's unheard of. People on Facebook called for the attendant to get a lump of coal for Christmas, but the senator defended the ticket, saying it was unfortunate. (laughs) (laughs) I'm picturing him just being like, yes, this is unfortunate. (laughs) What's an unfortunate event for Santa Claus? (laughs) Sam Wise, who photographed the incident, said Santa was fuming when he returned to discover he had been fine on Tuesday morning. Santa said, I parked at Thornby to do a few little jobs and i'm busy at this time of year and i parked at a parent in tyler bay and put my disabled blue badge in the window i came back about oh, half santa. hour later and put a parking santa. ticket on my car i was in my silver sleigh and i was stunned <laughs> so is the silver sleigh like a chevy silverado like <laughs> i'm guessing so yeah um but the shopping center manager oliver wesley said unfortunately santa parked his sleigh in the wrong bay <laughs> <laughs> oh, throwing shade at Santa. Apparently, he's wow. on the naughty list, man. I'm just saying. Uh, responding to an accusation. Could, Santa, could you actually be on the naughty list as Santa? Is that written somewhere in the like Santa Constitution where a sitting it, Santa wait, don't you mean could the be? Santa Claus? Well, uh, <laughs> well there's the exit clause. <laughs> so. uh, responding to accusations on social media that the parking attendant had no Christmas spirit, he added, He has plenty. Santa wasn't at the car when the ticket was issued. So, no, no worries there. It hasn't ruined Christmas, so you know Christmas is a go still. <laughs> but it's it's like a delay though. But it's just like I I don't know if he's Santa, guys. Just he just gives off that wrong vibe. Just I don't know. Like the do, energy's all off. Yeah. <laughs> because like, where does Santa like you know put his sleigh on the roof? Does he do it in your parking spot? No, not at all. So this guy's a fake. That's what's going on here. <laughs> what if Santa has to go to like a Secretary of State, or he has to go yeah, like you exactly. know? He's got to get tags like everybody else. Yeah, you know he's a, he's a human. I mean, like you know, we have to have that. So, well, do we do we know he's human? Like maybe he's not. Like he's like a above human. Like he's just like he, a he's like the next up. evolution. Like, evolution. <laughs> he's an ancient Nephilim <laughs> spiritual creature <laughs> that has taken the form of Jolly. Oh boy. <laughs> but I mean, that's the thing is. You know, I wonder if he gets like a, a discount this time of year if he's getting his tags renewed at the Secretary of State. Mm-hmm. I mean, it seems like the right thing to do. Do you think he parked normally, like in that wrong spot, or do you think he like, oh, did the diagonal? Not. Like no, he did diagonal. He, like, he just slid in there, and just like he was like, "This will do. That'll do. Fight that me, I'm do. Santa. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I dare you. Come say something." Yeah. He probably actually stepped out, looked in the eye sockets, looked in that person's soul, and just was like, thumped him, was like. Yeah, I ain't paying that ticket. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Santa Claus. <laughs> oh. pa- pa- give me a ticket if you dare. You know, like he's yeah. Like, oh. You're gonna be on the naughty list if you do that. <laughs> oh, oh. Jimmy, you say I'm parked in the wrong spot. <laughs> I say you've been cheating on your taxes this year. <laughs> do the right thing, Jimmy. <laughs> So I have, 
This is this is pretty great. What's up? Police are looking for more information on several unidentified men who tried initiating a rap battle in the mean streets of Charlton, <laughs> located roughly 20 minutes outside Worcester. A black SUV carrying two or three men. Well, which one is it? We need to know. Yeah, that's critical. Yeah. Are there three rap battles going on or two? <laughs> two or three men in their late teens or early 20s. <laughs> Hold up alongside three young teenage boys around 3 p.m. Oh man, so it's not you're not even safe. This is like, after school this stuff. Is, this is some after school throwdowns <laughs> going on. Well, okay. My my question is like, are they doing rap battles like freestyle, or they're doing stuff like from like actual tracks that we've done? Like you know, like we're doing old school tracks, we're doing new school tracks. Like what? I probably a little bit of everything I could imagine. I mean, if if they couldn't even figure out if it was two or three of them, or uh, <laughs> you know how old they were. I mean, so what happens when they win? It's, it's pride. <laughs> yeah, but you're right, Brandon. And, and like, how does this happen? Like, what situation do they just? How did the this happen? How do we protect our kids <laughs> from, from rap, rap battles? battles? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how do you approach the, like? Do they just approach them like, "Hey, kid, you want to like rap battle?" And they're like, "Sure." Like Pokemon cards. Remember, like Pokemon, you just like threw down your cards and was like, "Let's battle right now." Yeah, you rest, ready to wrestle on the mic? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like how did this happen? Well, apparently, one of the men described as pale, with brown hair gray shirt and gray pants and open-toed sandals <laughs> that's a very specific <laughs> what that? are those <laughs> that's very specific man how are you gonna drop a beat on someone when you got open-toed sandals <laughs> you're just looking at his feet the entire time uh so this open those are some mad kicks yeah this, <laughs> this open-toed sandal bro exited the suv and began asking the boys if they'd be interested in spitting some bars. <laughs> I love how this article says in parentheses rap lingo. Wow. Are you serious? It says that. Wait, who, it says wait that. what was this site? Like, oh who, who did this article? Uh, this is from Boston Magazine. Oh, Boston, no. <laughs> uh, the boys declined. <laughs> <laughs> and away the men went. Wow, that worked out okay. Huh. So Wait, so men. why is this well. an issue? I, if they I, just yeah. declined, like I thought you were going towards like something like bad happened or something, or so there was actually an issue. Well, it's not like yeah. just yeah, yeah. Although this was suspicious behavior and frightening to the boys, nothing made this appear to be an attempted abduction. Police said on Facebook. <laughs> what? Go, why would they go straight to the abduction? Like <laughs> that's a bit extreme. That's totally different from doing a, a rap battle. <laughs> Uh, a follow-up investigation is underway. The fact that this is being investigated is absurd. One commentator, one commentator yeah, said, "I agree." It is. We take it seriously when a parent is concerned for their child's safety, and though it may not amount to a crime this time, it does amount to a quality of life issue. Police replied. Anyone with information on these aspiring rappers in grout fits. Grout fit? I don't know what What's that is. What's a grout is. The first fit? Time I've ever no seen idea. that word. A grout Chris, fit? Chris, have have we gotten old? I, <laughs> I I've known this Sometimes for a while. Sometimes stuff said that I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> so. What is a grout fit? <laughs> Yeah, well, they said sandals in 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 all gray, like and then sweat sweat. No, they didn't say sweatpants, but 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 all gray and sandals. So grout fit. Okay, I'm actually I'm actually gonna be looking this up. Like what yeah. what? How do you spell that? Uh, G-R-O-U-T-F-I-T-S. Grout fits. Okay. All right, continue. I'm, I'm just going to look this up. Uh, anyone with information on these aspiring rappers and grout fits are encouraged to call the Charlton Police at 508-248-2250. Hey, should we call them right now? And Yeah. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> no, I don't, okay. 
just in case they make it to Michigan, you know, <laughs> yeah. be on the lookout right. for people with sandals during the winter. Asking so, if people want to wrap, yeah. So this is coming straight from Urban Dictionary. So, you know, completely valid here. Perfect. But grout fit is a noun, an outfit made of completely of gray. Of gray <laughs> top and gray bottoms. See also blout fit, which is also all blue, and blackout, which is all black. <laughs> and wow. example is Sally. Oh my God, did you see that girl's grout fit? <laughs> Wow, Penny. Yes, I can't believe she wore that in public. So that's what it is, barely. <laughs> okay, interesting. Well, hey, you learn something new every day. There, that's... I just love how blackout is just like... <laughs> blackout. Yeah, they didn't even try to go anything unique with that. Outfit is you know something kind of clever. Outfit that is that's something that is unique. But can you say gray outfit is not about the same length as? Yeah, but you have to it's so wordy. Yeah, come on, mm-hmm. I, I get with the you got to shorten the it. Youngin, the young people, they, Time, they, time's they, a wasting. We gotta like get this going. Like, I don't have time to say gray outfit. <laughs> gray outfit, son. Gosh, what do you think this is? The 18th century. <laughs> okay, so this is coming from the Sun. Um, parrot the fel- Sun. Yeah. The sun's reporting now? Yep. Oh, crap. Apparently. Watch yeah, out. That was low-hanging fruit. Even, <laughs> even I'm not good with that one. <laughs> I mean, it's really warm out, so. Yeah. So, no snow. Yeah. Shot. Yeah. Um, Parrot fell in love with owner's Amazon Alexa and uses it to order shopping. Wait, wow. wait, wait. Say that again? Parrot fell in love with owner's Amazon Alexa and uses it to order shopping. Oh, that's tough. Yeah, you need to have like a like a childproof setting on the Alexa for that. At that so point, you you you'd wonder like you know what would the what would the um this bird order and it's a African gray uh, parrot and the parrot's name is Rocco and <laughs> so it's a grout parrot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> a very grout parrot using new um, vocab. <laughs> so far, slide that in there. <laughs> that was actually good. I liked it. Uh, give her a applause, guys. I, I like that. Oh, yeah. no, it's hey, way too on, early on. for that. No, I'm no, just, no, no. It's only downhill from here. For me, so. <laughs> well, then I'm giving you petty, petty applause. <laughs> petty points. Yeah. Uh, so far, Rocco has demanded treats such as strawberries, watermelon, raisins, broccoli, and ice cream. So what is it? Just like watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> he also bagged a kite, light bulbs, and even a kettle. So the <laughs> Rocco, the African a gray, kettle. likes to dance too and tell the voice activated Alexa to play favorite tunes. Uh, sometimes they are slow numbers, but he generally prefers rock. So <laughs> I want to rock, rock. <laughs> <laughs> so like that. Basically, this is just a reflection of the owner, I if you ask me. Too because. <laughs> I want to rock. I want to start a band. Yeah. Rocco and the Pirates. Yeah. We should probably apologize to uh, the listeners all, that all, have all had parrots. their Alexa's trigger just from uh, this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is obviously just a reflection of the owner since it's like, you know, mimicking all the owner, what the owner's saying. So basically, from this, we can tell that the owner likes strawberries and likes rock music and, you know, so it's the owner. It's not that this parrot just has a, a, a hankering for uh, strawberries. Well, it could be the one. We're going to get really philosophical about this. Is does the parrot like this, or is this just just human? Does the parrot on the know parrot? what it's doing though? Is it sentient? Well, let's just say it's probably a good well, yeah, thing. Yeah, that's Chris. <laughs> it's, it's, it's live. It's probably a good thing they didn't order like new Xbox ones or like mm. you know a. Yeah. So as far MacBook as or something, like, uh, or, yeah. crazy ordering. You get some berries. Goes, you get some yeah. berries. You know? yeah, at least, it, at least, like it's ordering good stuff. What's the you know? parrot's name? Does it have a name? Rocco. Rocco. Right, there you go. Just the owner walking in, hands on hip. Hey, strawberry. 
Rocco, you <laughs> little thing. Yeah. You just see like a bunch of like Amazon. <laughs> yeah, you see a bunch of Amazon boxes just like piled in front of the door. <laughs> no, Rocco. <laughs> this this seems like a good Alexa commercial in the making. Mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. I can totally see or this happening. A really, really low budget '90s family comedy movie. Like I can see that happening. Kind of oh, like Mousetrap kind of thing, oh, but like no. with a parrot ordering oh. Amazon stuff. So how are we gonna? Oh. That's that's gonna be a tough hour to fill. <laughs> Just like this podcast episode. Uh, hey. oh. Wasn't there a Alexa commercial for Skyrim? Yes. With uh, oh, I'm um, not familiar. What's yeah, his name? like you can actually uh, play their version of Skyrim using Alexa. Like it's still available to download. Pick up the cheese wedge. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't it like it's like in a dungeon though. It's like not the whole game, but it's like all oh, voice activated stuff. Okay. So yeah. just, which yeah. is kind of cool. But like they did present that like at E3 though. Like yeah, with Keegan was it Keegan Michael Key or it was a, um, it wasn't Jordan Peele. It was, it was uh, it yeah, was, it was partner. Yeah, yeah. Um, He's really funny. I love. They're that. never too far apart from each other. Never. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what's what's cool is that African greys are actually like really like intelligent for most birds. Like they have basically the intelligence of like a three-year-old human in a sense which is like really good for an for animal so like knowing that Rocco is like able to chat away with like Alexa and order this stuff kind of isn't out of the realm of possibility but it's just kind of cool that it kind of happened but mm-hmm. she has to all pay for it though that's the thing Rocco's not paying for it <laughs> okay so I'm really liking this article wait 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 we're doing a fourth one yeah, like this is this is worthy of a fourth article. Wow. Okay. Get ready for an extra long episode, yeah, guys. That, yeah. Oh, or this. or brace yourselves for an extra long episode. Whatever. Whatever's your. <laughs> whatever. If you're more of a half half full, half empty kind of person. Yeah. You know. But go on. Obviously, it's that good enough. Let's see. So uh, this, I think our, our neighbors to the north will really love this. And no, I'm not talking about the Yulpers. <laughs> I'm talking about our Canadian uh, friends. Hey. Uh, the most Canadian car thief ever returns stolen vehicle with full tank of gas. Wow. I- I'm not going to say he's nice you know, for stealing a car, but that's very thoughtful that he filled it back up. <laughs> I mean... This is this is like good good on you, can like I'm starting to think Canadians actually aren't humans. They they are like <laughs> Nephilim creatures from beyond who came and just like settled the, they were the here wild before. or maybe they're closer to Santa, so they're like almost to his level. Yeah, of, they've like, inherited jolly. his jolly goodness exactly, yeah. and they just they refuse to uh like cave to the darkness. <laughs> and uh, they are just unapologetically aggressively kind. <laughs> be more like Canada. Yep. <laughs> Carjackings usually don't end with the alleged thief returning the vehicle with a full tank of gas. Gee, yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> but that's exactly what happened in Nova Scotia this past weekend. Nova Sco- I love Nova Scotia. You been there? Oh yeah, many times. We had a, a cottage growing up there right along uh, Oh yeah, I remember you saying right that, along yeah. the ocean front and so, you know kind of across from Prince Edward Island. So yeah, it was uh Nova Scotia. Real could, quaint. Can't say enough nice things about Nova Scotia. Uh, according to Nova Scotia's RCMP, a woman called police on December 9th to report that her vehicle had been stolen from a parking lot. The owner of the vehicle said that she parked next to an identical vehicle that she was driving. Oh my gosh, is this going to be one of those like, whoa, yeah, what a classic mix-up. Oh, we were both driving the same Jeep. What do you know? Man, there's really just no fault in this at all. What a just classic mix-up. My mistake. <laughs> 
When she returned back from shopping, her vehicle was gone. But it turns out the, the person who stole that car didn't mean to take it at all. <laughs> Police say the other motorist departed the business, climbed into the wrong vehicle, which was identical to his, and drove off. Honestly, anybody can make that mistake. I mean, But the keys, like, they, I thought there was... Maybe it's, um, yeah, no. I, mean, I was thinking I like was that automatic key to, thing. Whatever. Yeah, like, but, but I figured it was specific to that vehicle. Maybe but it's not. May, I mean, I'm not a car guy, so, you know, maybe I'm completely off base. Or, or maybe, just maybe, this person was friends with the other person and then they accidentally swapped keys. Maybe they're roommates or something. I mean, it, it could happen. Just saying. Stay in the same car. I feel like they yeah. run into that issue a lot. Then. Maybe like, oh, we have the same car. Let's <laughs> let's park in the same sp- next to each other and use our different key. Like, yeah, no, that was a s- stupid thing. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we got really got the the wheels turning. On, Maybe this uh, is a glitch in the matrix. Whoa! Somehow his key fob managed to work. Say, okay, so there's their answer. Oh, there you go. Somehow his key fob managed to work for the other car oh, and unlock it because it's nearby. Because it was parked right next to each other. So both cars would be unlocked then, wouldn't it? I think so. Somehow his key fob managed to work for the other car and unlock it. The man soon discovered he was in the wrong vehicle and he immediately returned it but filled up gas first. See, okay, this is just another kind of like uh, example of why it's okay to have a messy car. Yeah. Because if you look over and you see your own distinct filth, you're like, okay, I'm home. This is me. If you get into a car, that's the other thing. There's smells. People have different smells. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, so most, it's like some people really, really smell. So. Yeah, sometimes it's like you go into a new house and it's like, oh, this is how you people smell. Mm-hmm. You know, so I figure it'd be the same thing with a car. You get in there, and so it's like, oh, something's not right. It's amazing that it was able to get in there and then just not immediately. There's something wrong in here. <laughs> the force, I feel it. Maybe they're just both really clean or something like that, and then they just kind of were. See, that's why you should never yeah. be be too clean. Because What's wrong with being too clean, Chris? Because because it's confusing. Because then what do you mean it's confusing? You get your cleanness right. confused with other people's clean, <laughs> cleanliness. So so this is why you always allow your car to have a bunch of Whataburger, nasty cups that haven't been taken out. No. Some cans. No, I don't like that. Yeah, that te- that was a little Texas uh, shout out for the Whataburger friends out there. It's been a long time since I've had Whataburger, but we all. Are used to having a one random styrofoam cup in our car somewhere. I'm sure I still have it in one of my cars, uh, and it's been many years since I've been there. <laughs> but I, you know, what a what a guy for 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 filling up the. And honestly, that was probably it was like a I'm going to use this as goodwill thing because he was probably like <laughs> at the end of the day I just jacked this car. Yeah, like yeah. regardless if it was a in the basic end. mix up or not. Uh, it is the end of the day. You, you drove off with somebody else's yeah. car, so it's like I better fill this up, like build up my case. Like I'm not a terrible person. Like I really look. This I mean, this was my fault, but it's really like not intentional. So please let me give me a little slap on the wrist. <laughs> oh my gosh, this story gets better. The owner of the vehicle then reimbursed him for the gas, <laughs> and all was well. Talk about the most Canadian car theft ever. Now, how would that go down That's in beautiful. America? Um, someone's getting shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's be real here. Or, or honestly, it, it was someone sued. If, if it's either getting sued or someone's gonna roll up and be like, "All right, time to spit some bars. <laughs> <laughs> time to spit some bars over these here cars." That Chris, did, did we tell our listeners that you have your uh, um, album ready on iTunes? Oh uh, well, you know, it's kind of a soft open, a little bit. <laughs> you know, just kind of. 
Available on SoundCloud. I'm just getting a little <laughs> Just see. It's very grassroots right now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so going to be uh, kind of really kind of a cool, like, scenario for you guys to kind of, like, figure out here. So, obviously, most of us, like, you know, when we're at our job, like, we want to, like, stay at, stay at that job, you know, because it gives, gives us a bit of income. And some of us, you know, we enjoy that job kind of thing, and we don't want to leave it. So, but, however... There are some people out there that have a fantasy of like quitting the job in the most outrageous and most like ridiculous way. And I was kind of wondering, like, you know, what would your guys' like ultimate like, you know, release like out of the job? What would that How be would like? we give the proverbial middle finger to exactly the job as we're leaving? Yes. Well, uh, it's interesting you say that because I actually. Just saw a video my aunt shared with me, actually, a video yeah. of, and some of these people, some people may have already seen this, of a 17-year-old uh, quitting Walmart, his Walmart job, by getting on the intercom <laughs> and going on a long rant of grievances against Walmart and ending with uh, some expletives <laughs> uh, directed at Walmart. Uh, <laughs> and then basically dropping the mic, so to speak, and you can actually hear applause and clapping from like people that are just like, like regular this shoppers. Whole thing. Yeah, just hearing this whole thing. Yeah, Dang. we're gonna still buy. We're still gonna buy stuff at Walmart. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Good I'm in the checkout. Yeah, I'm like, I still gotta check out. But like, get on you, bro. <laughs> I'm just here for the milk, man. <laughs> and the thing is, is like he filmed this too. And so on one hand, it's like, good on you, man. Like, stick it to the man. But at the same time, like you're 17, dude. This yeah, is that's not you good film, on your record. You filmed this, and your face is in it. So yeah, I was gonna it's actually gonna say be that an too. Uphill battle. Like, there's some like you know, depending on some of the ways that some people leave it, it's kind of like maybe it might be like legal trouble too in the way you do it. But yeah. once again, this is a fantasy. Like you know, yeah. there's no no legal obligations whatsoever. Like, I, you can I, do whatever you want. I think there's a reason it's a fantasy because yeah. when executed in real life, there's real consequences. Yes, that and you have to it. own up to it. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you guys think of anything off the top of your like a, like a job that you would have that you would love to like, you know, just quit in the best possible way? I honestly can't think of anything because all the jobs that I've had that I really did just like despise, I pretty much, I tried to quit. Like I really wanted to, you know, to like grab my shirt, chuck it off and, you know, sprint through the, the, sprint through the entire store naked or something, you know, just like go crazy and (laughs) do those things. But obviously they're just a split second, you know, it wasn't like it was a full on fledged plan this thing out. Like I'm going to run past the, you know, the computers, then run past the, you know, phones and then run past back through the, you know, whatever else there is in the store. Have a good like path, like a a good running path. Everybody's cheering you on and being like, yeah, go Might as well hit your Mm -hmm. Fitbit numbers while you're at it. Exactly. You know, yeah. But uh, no, I just, I think I tried to just i don't know because i realized like brandon was saying that there's gonna be consequences if i didn't any of those things and <laughs> yeah it, they no, would not we, be pretty mo- most of us we 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 have a good head on our shoulders and we're like no we're gonna leave it mm-hmm. give it two weeks notice and then you know it's not you're, you're not screwed over when i leave so but you know I, I i got one though it is interesting that the the employees need to give the two weeks notice but you can be fired at at any time yeah, without that's warning yeah because more of like i see it more of a relationship like you have the mm-hmm. company and you have you and you should have like a good relationship yeah. but if it's seen as like this like is the company is like you're you know the top dog it's not really a good relationship and well, so, also when you're like looking for another job too or you have something on on hand and you're like okay i need some references and stuff and like you know your previous job like you can be like hey 
you know, I left pretty good terms on these with these guys, and yeah. they, I was a good worker kind of thing. So maybe that's why, like, you yeah, know. you try to go back to Walmart and be like, oh, uh, so <laughs> that guy's probably not getting referenced. Yeah, we all said some things, both sides really. We, we've been uh, <laughs> both sides. Been, you can't really point blame at any one we've person been, there for rash. that. Uh, just, but uh, I'm really, you know, I I'd really like to get this job at a Kmart, and uh, you know, I, they they are they require a recommendation, and so I figured from mart to another mart like come on i mean unless you get blacklisted you know that'd be awful oh yeah yeah i uh oh right yeah i actually got blacklisted from target not like in a bad way i didn't do anything oh what'd you bad. do no i didn't know like, <laughs> yeah. like, everybody just goes right to what did you hey, do isn't there a coke zero over here somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> there we ba- go plug it in basically i i was I was between jobs, and so I was looking for something temporary. Mm-hmm. So I applied to work at Target. I got the job, and I was basically in the training portion of this, where they were showing me the videos mm-hmm. of like, "You are a valued member." Wow, you know all that kind of stuff, and it's like working in the back room, you know, because I guess I wasn't good enough for to be on the main floor. They were like, <laughs> "No, put this guy in the back." <laughs> we have we have to. There's a face of this business we have to sell, and you, sir, don't have it. Uh, so like they looked at their clipboard and they looked at you and they looked at their clipboard and they're like, ah, all right. <laughs> so you're what we like to call a backroom guy. <laughs> so basically, uh, I'm watching these videos and uh, the very next day, I'm basically I get a, a, a message letting me know that an internship I applied to, uh, where they let me know like, hey, yeah, we'd love to have you on. Yeah. And so this was an internship that was in my field of study, film. So I was thinking, oh. I'm going with this. Are you kidding me? This is this is huge. Mm-hmm. So I I basically told Target. I was like, hey, you know, I appreciate everything. I'm not going to be able to go through with this after all. I I got an internship and this is going to take all my time. Yep. I apologize. Mm-hmm. You know, sorry, didn't work out. But you know, this is this is more important for my career path. And basically, Target has this policy. They may have changed it. They have yeah, this. Who knows? Po- <laughs> they <laughs> have, still blacklisted though. They have <laughs> this policy. Where if you quit working at Target within a certain time frame, mm-hmm. you are blacklisted from ever working at Target ever again. And they have you on record then. So basically, I can never work at Target again. Mm-hmm. Even it's like, I, not that I'm like I'm really particularly oh, no. keen on, on joining oh, joining the Target my heart. again, <laughs> but it's like that's there now that oh Chris can't ever work in Target again. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I can think of like one scenario where I could actually like, you know, go on blitz. So my first job that I ever had, I shoveled snow and helped plowed snow and salt roads for Okay, classic kind of first job, mowing lawns, kinda of shoveling snow. Mowing lawns, no, I didn't mow lawns at all. Well, I'm it's just like the category. Okay, same what, same whatever. kind of yeah. But anyways. Same kind of field. <laughs> so my my best way, because like, you know, we we I did this at this church and I would do the um, sidewalks and there's this apartment complex that we would like help like shovel snow near there so that the people can get out of there and stuff. You know, I feel like the best way to like, you know, <laughs> get to like, you know, quit that would be like, get Key all their this, car. Get <laughs> <laughs> that will do. We'll throw back to the last episode. <laughs> Iconic moment. Um, but like, I would take all the snow that I just shoveled off and I would make the effort 
of like putting all the snow back in its place with even more snow oh, and man. blocking the apartment complexes with <laughs> all the drift snow and just like pile it in there and just say, yep, done. <laughs> the roads are good, but not the entryways. <laughs> Where it's like the grass is clear, like you can actually yeah, see grass, exactly. but all the snow is piled up on the like sidewalks and driveway. Yep. Happy opposite day. <laughs> <laughs> I would do it exactly like that. Yeah. What was your anger towards the job, do you think? Like what, besides shoving <laughs> yeah. snow. Let's get well, what, what, uh, what What's your motivation? You? Well, <laughs> since it was a school night. Do this? Well, since it was a school school night my senior year of high school and i had to get up at like 2 a.m each day to go out and do this so you were doing this on a school night yeah (laughs) yeah so there was a bit of rage even man (laughs) that was my first job though so i got some good i would say that's pretty cold (laughs) (laughs) so i remember i it was 2010 yeah 2010 and i remember i was coming back from the job i was going back to my parents place and we Basically, I, I was an idiot driving back then, you know, as you would as you would know. Um, I was driving my mom's Ford F two fifty truck, and me being an idiot was Ford thinking, tough, <laughs> not as tough as you think. Um, Ford kind of tough, <laughs> and I was assuming that four wheel drive, I can drive however I want. <laughs> oh, that's dangerous thing no. right there, man. That's so. No. <laughs> It just only helps a little bit. It doesn't mean you can drive like, you know, a stunt driver, but uh, somehow I did. Anyways, <laughs> so like when I was, um, yeah, I still remember they're... this song that was playing. So like I, when I was driving back home and no, thankfully no one was on the highway and it was clear, but it was like black ice was everywhere. And I remember I slid. And I was doing like 720, like <laughs> like on the highway. I'm screwing my head off. While well, that's song... your first mistake. Why are you going 720 miles per hour? <laughs> <laughs> and I had the classic song from Fall New Vegas, I Got Spurs, that jingle, 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 <laughs> while I was sliding on the highway. <laughs> I was doing turns. Uh-huh. And then suddenly I, like, the snow caught my the truck that I was driving on this bank. And it, it was getting close to tipping over. If I tipped over just a little bit more, the truck would have like pummeled down really down below this ravine, and I don't know what would have happened at that point. I, I could, may have been seriously injured. I could have died. I don't know. But Jeez. thankfully, there's like snow pile that just kind of like blocked my truck. And funny enough, one of my thank co- you snow. <laughs> funny enough, one of my coworkers like came up across, and he got out of his car. He's shaking his head, smiling like. Brandon, Brandon, Brandon. (laughs) What did you do? (laughs) Look how the turn has tabled. Well, well, well. And just like, I'm like, like, can you help me? He's like, of course I can. Um, But yeah, 18 year old me was an idiot. Just gonna say that. 18 year old man making bad decisions at 18. What? That's so unlike 18 year olds. I know. I know. It just, it's it's not like me. (laughs) Wow. But yeah, that's. I guess that would be another way that I would quit the job. I guess <laughs> that got really dark. <laughs> oh Let me ask you this: since we're in the dark place, yeah, uh-huh. um, and that's currently where I'm at. Okay. What um, do we song? need to talk about that? You okay, bud? <laughs> no, I'm okay. I'm just, I'm just, uh, you know, um, fake laughter, having real pain. Kind this of is stuff. a safe place. Only twenty people listen to the yeah. show, so and thousands really... of bots. <laughs> <laughs> so really, the Google, the, one of the Google bots is like, "Oh, that sucks." Oh, oh all I'm, getting, I'm getting paid to do this, and I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> what song? Because you said you were listening to "Fall in New Vegas," the Jingle Jingle song. Yeah. What song? Okay, if you had to go out, 
what song would you want playing? Because I always oh, imagine my dad, mm, even good. if it's like, you know, a stroke or something, you know, something yeah. like, like I want an awesome song playing or like a song that makes me chill I'm and just go, being like, this is good. I'm going to go with Yakety Sax. <laughs> <laughs> um, F the Police by NWA. No, oh, man, there you go. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I'm kidding. That wouldn't be my song. Um, probably, um, uh, maybe Ride of the Valkyries, probably. I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I'm like, either Yakety Sex or Monster Mash. <laughs> Monster <laughs> Mash. Just something. Oh. Oh. I like, oh, I'm not Smash. <laughs> I just like... <laughs> and I would do it like Laverne and no. Shirley off the cliff. It was a mash. No, like, it was a graveyard smash. I, no, I, I'm thinking like you on your deathbed and like having convulsions. Like, I was working in the lab. As a family member's holding my hand. <laughs> you know, I really hate Chris because I didn't get like a sentimental moment. He just sang the monster mash as he died and I really resent <laughs> him for that. Oh. oh my gosh, that'd be horrible. <laughs> I resent him personally for it. He knew what he did. <laughs> Every time they hear that song in their whole life, they're just getting, like <laughs> everyone's like, I love Halloween. Don't you love it, Monster Mash? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I like was a graveyard smash. <laughs> Maybe it was. <laughs> oh <my>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like I, I don't know, like maybe maybe ride the Valkyries, maybe um, because like I feel like ride the Valkyries would be kind of like glorious, because like you know you're going on a high note and just mm-hmm. like you know, bam, I'm here. <laughs> I make my I make my statement right now. You know, it's just kind of kind of that way, I guess. But I mean, it's a lot better than you know any other modern day song, I guess. You mean you don't want to go out to I'll sing ladies, I'll sing ladies, I'll sing ladies, I'll hey, sing ladies. You want to know something weird? That's over ten years old now. Oh my goodness! Really? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. 2008. Man, oh. that's tough. <laughs> that is wow. <laughs> yeah, time flies, buddy. You better. But see. I'm not even having fun. Like, <laughs> wait, you don't so, have fun in the podcast? Well, I'm oh. having fun now, but like in like overarching fun. You know what I mean? Like it's like it's oh. there's like yeah, you have a fun and like like oh today was fun, but like the year wasn't like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like one of those kind of things, right? So you've been like, faking it this whole time, Chris. Well, you know, fake it till you make it, kind of thing. It's like, <laughs> and that's the conclusion. S- I'm going off topic. <laughs> Let's have a good night. <laughs> I'm so excited. Like you, like, you gotta, yeah, stick to the path. You know, it's like, like yeah. the gambler's fallacy is, or we, well, that's not actually good because it's like you, the gambler's fallacy is, is like, oh, if I keep going, it's gonna be okay. But then if you quit, and it's like, it's probably no. better just to quit. Yeah, actually, it's that might quit. be the but song that I go on, the gambler. The, the the what the gambler yeah it's it's by uh, I think isn't it by Kenny Rogers no I think so <laughs> can go yeah, out yeah. to a Kenny Rogers song okay. maybe or maybe uh, it's uh, Orange Sky by Alexi Murdoch he's like a I think he's a British or something but he's like really chill and slow okay and I would just be kind of going out listening to that nice and relaxed it's more of like a <laughs> yeah. you know Okay, so I got I got so a it's going slow like, going slow, like, like, like Pink Floyd comfortably now. Exactly. Or you know, yeah, yeah. So. There is no pain. <laughs> <laughs> so I got something really off topic here and I just wanted to share because I, I thought it was I, funny. We and, do and, that. And, <laughs> we do that here. <laughs> so it's all we yesterday. Do. It's um, all we ever do. So, okay, Chris, you'll eventually be let out of the room. You'll yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that would be for the best, I'm sure. Right. So, Wow, yeah. ever since Chris left, the podcast is just so much better. Soaring. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
<laughs> Yesterday, um, I was with my family. We were having a Christmas party. Uh, we had ours a little bit early because my grandmother was having surgery. She wanted us to have her there before, you know, she was having her surgery and such, mm-hmm. and um, which is coming up tomorrow. But anyways, um, we, we were all there, and I was with um, some family members, like, in the kitchen. We were playing Sequence. Uh, it's this board game, and it's really fun. And um, I've never heard of somehow, that. Somehow, oh, you got to try it. It's really fun. Um, so suddenly like we were playing on like a youtube playlist my dad was and he had like this christmas music happen and then suddenly danger zone came out from like top gun for some reason and we're like okay well, oh, might as well yeah, just let any logins yep so like then <laughs> that's where we get to so my aunt um she listened she heard it she's like oh yeah kenny Loggins, you know like you know that's the guy, that guy could really rock a beard and mustache with no problem like every other guy just they can't like you know it's just total garbage i'm like sitting next to her and i i just like like turn my head and glare at her and like everyone else is laughing in the room my aunt can like just like feel my like staring at me, that cold shoulder and she looks back she's like oh oh but you look great though brandon i'm like i'm like yeah i don't think my name's katie loggins <laughs> And she punches like, no, I told you it looked good. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. But it was it was hilarious though. That's funny. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, how we quit our jobs. Yes. <laughs> Talk about Kenny Loggins. <laughs> yeah. No, I uh I'm kinda I kinda with you, Denali. I haven't really had a job that I uh Exactly. You know, was I was so despised so much that I felt the need to to quit in a glorious fashion. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, like there's a f- couple jobs I hated. Like I hated the company, <laughs> I hate everything. Like saying stuff I was saying through my teeth, I was like, Jerry, don't you want just one thing added to that to add your cost? <laughs> but really inside I was like just like mm. Dying yeah. inside. Dying I imagine inside. that's how GameStop yeah. employees feel when oh, they're like, man. oh, you want to sign up for this? Okay. It, it was Are, a very yeah. similar company to that. Okay, so let, now let's take in this scenario then. If you're working at GameStop, how would you go out into Blaze? Because I feel like you can do some really good I, stuff like I, that. I would say you would stand there at the entrance and be like, tell everybody how much we rip off GameStop is. <laughs> or be like, hey, you know, you yeah. can go right there and buy it cheaper. Or, hey, I'll sell this game. Here, here be mine. However, I would have to stay after hours somehow i would have to get inside gamestop so what i would do this whole heist mission (laughs) what i would do is i you know how gamestop has like their um i can't i can't put that in there it's copyright well we're it's yeah you know but we're it's more of a cover really so like i you know how gamestop has like their whole like bins full of like discs and stuff oh yeah yeah what i would do is i would take the discs or cartridges and i would put them every single one in the wrong case you mad every man. <laughs> one in the whole store i would mix and match and it would take them forever <laughs> in, as, as a as a wise angry god of war once said in the end there can only be chaos and then once i do that <laughs> I take the game cases and I spell out I quit. You could no you spell out game over. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> well how about you, Chris? How would you go out and blaze? From GameStop? Yeah. Oh man, put me on the spot. I I I don't know. I haven't I haven't had that fantasy. I mean, is it normal to not have that fantasy at this age? Yeah. Like, it's very normal. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Well, because I, I wasn't even thinking about it until just now. Oh, uh, well, I just still feel behind the curve of everybody else, you know? I haven't really thought about it. Mean, I guess everybody yeah. develops at different rates. And, uh, <laughs> 
I just uh, I don't know. Maybe someday I'll I'll get I'll get visited by the the GameStop uh, so, quitting fairy. So just uh, <laughs> please delete that. <laughs> the GameStop fairy. <laughs> please keep that in. That's beautiful. I, I kind of want that in. <laughs> That's gonna be a new uh, inside joke for this. Is gonna. Go ahead and get rid of that, Brandon. <laughs> go ahead and just delete that, Brandon. <laughs> go, go ahead and cut that. Do the right thing. <laughs> Been doing it from the start. <laughs> I mean, how do you think episode zero wasn't released? Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, yeah, episode zero will never be released. It'll never reach the public, ever. Until we're desperate. Until I'm dead. And then you'll release it. Until but. we're cashing in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like i'm never saying this isn't this isn't gonna happen but like you know we have like a live show somewhere like some say like featuring episode zero it's like oh god <laughs> wow why did we wait for this <laughs> you guys it was the this? episode nobody wanted <laughs> well here it is and oh, it's the... so much worse than I imagined. Oh man! Like, and I had incredibly low expectations. I like paid basement, sixty bucks for this ticket. Basement dwelling <laughs> expectations on this show. <laughs> well, now you're just teasing everybody. So, what? Like, is there a general theme of episode <laughs> oh, zero? Okay, or so, is yeah, just... Would you like to hear that? <laughs> uh, like I said, I'm not gonna. I can. We can. It talk was our about trial like, episode where we were yeah, like, mm, we did okay. it back in March of 2018, and. It was basically just kind of like how it would get like ourselves used go. to our, our voices. Like there wasn't there wasn't a weird news section. There no. wasn't um, any of that. We kind of like just were talking on the fly. We actually, I, it's funny enough. Like I actually had to like start the podcast in mid conversation with Chris. <laughs> yeah, so that should tell you all you need to know about how the first bit, and how we got there, went. Chris unfiltered. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it was um, it was it was a good experience. Like, it, I I still have it. I'm just I'm not gonna release it. So yeah, but it was a good learning experience. But yeah, episode zero in the vault, never opening, mm-hmm. ever. Watch me a couple of years to release it. <laughs> I hope not. Oh. It's getting that time of year again, and it's a wonderful time. Yeah, we're getting close. Would you say it's the most wonderful time of the year? <laughs> yeah, so we're going to give our little holiday hoo-ha. Hoo-ha! Hoo-ha! <laughs> and uh, we're going to, just kind of like on our Halloween episode, we're going to discuss uh, some uh, awesome Christmas topics, you know. And I mean, we already had the Halloween episode. we got to have a Christmas episode. It, it, I mean, like, it's kind I of want... the laws of any any show. Yeah, I mean. Any form of entertainment. We can only do so much, but, like, you know, it's something like. <laughs> and I know, use entertainment with. Huge quotations. Huge quotations. Quote. Gigantic. That can't fit this apartment. Like, we're a very self-aware podcast. Yes. <laughs> but let's go ahead and start off with uh, probably. The most relatable one, I guess you can say. But um, what was the best Christmas gift you've ever gotten for Christmas? And it could be, it could be anything. It could be like it doesn't even have to be like an actual like you know physical thing. It could be like you know a trip or experience or like a party or, or whatever. Like because like that could be anything really. So I mean, it could be like, like a regular gift too. But and the it could best, be- I'd say the best gift was. Just family together. I'm just kidding. No, no. The nah. best gift was an N64, man. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> so you, you were that kid that was screaming when he opened his present, like Nintendo 64. No, not to that extent. I wasn't that kid. I mean, I understand. Like, I relate. I get it. Yes. But no, I think uh, just playing Super Smash Brothers, like the original Super Smash, oh, yeah. some Pokemon Stadium. Classic man, that's like, like there was uh, there was just no top in that for Christmas. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, I, I remember. Yeah, I, just, I still remember like having my N sixty four. Like you know, I, I still do. But like, um, but like back then, like when it was like the like top notch newest console, whatever, and like it was just. I loved like playing because I, I still remember I got Super Mario sixty four for Christmas, and I remember I was playing. Okay, you can call me a monster, I guess, but like you know, I was playing the game and stuff, and I would just like eat bubble tape gum, you know, like while I was like playing it and stuff, and like it was as long just, as you left that in the nineties, we'll forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> but like it, it was just, I still remember that vividly, just like playing it. There's like, never a reason Christmas an adult time. should ever have bubble tape on them ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, for kids, like, it wouldn't man, last long either. Like, let's be real. Yeah, it's candy. It's yeah, not no. Gum. It really isn't. It's like ooh, ooh oh, okay, and that's fifteen seconds of, of sweetness, and then <laughs> then like two hours of just chewy nothingness. I've seen like this mm. one photo that made me cringe. Like someone took bubble tape gum instead of like doing the proper way of like you know pulling it out and like you know um, clipping it, clipping it. Someone actually took the roll and just like chewed it. <laughs> <laughs> you see, like the the missing pieces, like where the mouth was. There you go. I like oh. that. And it's like, my god, like, <laughs> you animals. <laughs> <laughs> like, how would you result yourself doing that? <laughs> oh, well, I guess uh, my favorite. I mean, I do have the cheesy stuff too. Like, I like spending time with family is my favorite part. Oh, for sure. Um, but like, as far as like material thing. It would probably be, I guess, a PS2. Yeah. That yeah, one, that, that was pretty good. I, I held that baby in my hands. I'm like, this is power. Like I had, <laughs> Unlimited power. <laughs> That's what it felt like, because I, I think I had MLB The Show. Ooh. Um, and that was, yeah. like, an awesome okay. game. Yeah. I, still, had, I think it's still by far, like, that series is, like, the best baseball video games ever. Like, yeah. I mean, to be fair, right now, it's the only baseball uh, series ever. That's but, true. Yeah. Um, because MLB 2K, MLB 2K uh, shut down, I think, a couple years ago. And then I think there was an RBI baseball game, too, but I think it's I think more so, like... Yeah. An RB... Oh, I thought you said Arby's baseball game. <laughs> Brought to you by Arby's. <laughs> we have the meats. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, PS2, though. And I remember playing yeah, MLB The Show, and I played a lot of like, the NFL, the Madden games, and a lot of the sports games and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I guess eventually, I think my family got like a PS3 and playing Assassin's Creed. And oh yeah, uh, Fear I think was the, one of the first games that scared the balls off me. Really, oh, with goodness. a name like Fear, man. No. That, wow. well, I, was, I was just like, oh, just, it'll be fun. It'll be a little, you know, it'll be like a little. It'll just fun be game. Fear Light. Yeah, Fear Light. Fear exactly. Light. But oh my goodness, that game is scary. Uh, and mm -hmm. then, uh, yeah, then eventually I just switched consoles to, like, Xbox and stuff. But, yeah. uh, um, and then, yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, PS2 would probably be my favorite. <sighs> I mean, I've had a lot of good Christmases. I'm very blessed with that. But, um, I think the best gift, at least, because, like, it, it always changes. Like, you know, you, you, I have, I have. Depends on the year, what you need, what, you know. Yeah. Things exactly. like that, where you are in your life. Exactly. Um, but like as of right now, the one thing I can think of it, it like it really wasn't like one gift per se, but like more like Christmas morning in a sense. And I remember like it was like two thousand one, I think. And like I was still like you know, you know, like as we got older, we got more like technology based gifts, you know, from like Christmas and stuff from our parents and such. But like ten years old was like my last like you know, I got some toys, but like also like some like electronics and stuff. And I remember, like, my parents got me um, Game Informer magazine for the first time um, when I was going on. And, I, had, and I, I didn't, like, the only thing I had was Nintendo Power kind of thing. And I'm sure GameStop tricked them into getting it. <laughs> Actually, I think Games 
it was just EB Games back then. Oh. Like, GameStop wasn't around. Because that's all they push now at GameStop. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you sign up for the card, yeah, you get a Game Informer. <laughs> but I remember my, yeah. um, I had some, like, um, I had this, like, huge, um, like, inflatable chair that, like, had Nintendo Power on it. Was and it pink? No, it was gray, actually. Oh, okay. For it some was, reason, like, it was I a grouch just chair. To, like, pink inflatable chairs. <laughs> it was a grouch, grouch chair. <laughs> oh, <laughs> ever. Ah, he's using the word. Um, but I remember it, that was there. I had a, I think I had a snowboard too. I think. Um, I can't remember. Too. Maybe I'm mixing up another year. But like, I, I for some reason I still remember like you know coming in, you know, walking out of my bedroom, and I remember like seeing Christmas morning in the living room. I, I just saw that huge chair. Like, I don't know, it just got me, like, really nostalgic. I'm like, oh, this is so cool. You know, like, I had, you know, like Think I said, of all the sitting I can do in this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, like I, can play, I can play Donkey Kong 64 very comfortably in this. You know? <laughs> and, um, like, I don't know why. Like, I think that was, like, my favorite, like, Christmas morning I think I've ever had. Like, it was just, like, very calm. I mean, not, okay, maybe not calm, but, like, very cozy. Mm-hmm. That, that co- very cozy. And, like, a lot of cool stuff was around like you know like my parents just it was just a very relaxing christmas morning like maybe that was my best gift i guess <laughs> um well it's interesting you said snowboard because i actually got a snowboard one one uh, christmas yeah this was back before i had moved to texas mm-hmm. and snowboards were relevant uh <laughs> <laughs> so basically uh we didn't really understand the concept of waxing the snowboard uh, oh, for for snowboarding yeah we thought waxing <laughs> meant you could get like molten candle wax and, <laughs> and pour it on the bottom of the snowboard well, at least which makes said, zero sense it's no. like i can't believe that was ever something we thought was okay or something like <laughs> no we just like got like a candle really like hot and then poured the wax all down the like the snowboard and we're like man we're gonna go so fast with this and by the end of it it's just this like i wish like this was a time this was in the 90s i wish there was a time where i could take a picture of it but it was just like like if the game Splatoon just shot like <laughs> candle wax all over the bottom of the snowboard. Uh, needless to say, uh, it did not get much speed when we took it out there. And it was, cra- I don't think the wax is working. <laughs> what a crappy snowboard! Yeah, and that's that was the last time I went snowboarding. <laughs> um, okay, so now now that we've had like you know our best gifts that we've had, let's talk about some of the worst ones we've had. You know, but I, I'm gonna say this right now: clothes do not count because clothes are great. I I love. It's amazing for how Christmas. clothes have just increased so- in value as even you get older. Socks, like I, I'm like, please, like I love socks. Like don't, I I have really crappy ones. I need better ones. Like yeah, you're saw, helping me out. Yeah, I saw a meme the other day that was a picture of like a, a sock with holes in it, and then some like really old janky underwear, and it was basically the the meme caption was. Only a couple more weeks, guys. We just got to hold on for a couple more weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Things are going to get better. Things are going to be brighter. Hmm. Well, literally brighter. Yes. Yeah, the, yeah. the staining. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, oh, yeah, of course. Uh, so uh, definitely uh, clothes have appreciated in value yeah. big time. But yeah, the clothes don't count on this. So, but I, I'll, I'll start us off. Okay. So not necessarily the gift was bad, but I was bad at not using it. Basically, a toothbrush. No. So and I feel super bad and I'm I'm sorry mom and dad because I I know they I do listen to this but so this was like oh was, something educational you know um this was um let's see I was 12 years old and I got this um 
I really wanted to get a bow and arrow and like oh, archer oh no. stuff. And I, um, I actually got this really, my, it's still down. It's still at my parents' house. Um, but it's, this bow was actually like custom made by one of my dad's friends and actually had like etched in like Merry Christmas, Brandon, you know, like en- enjoy your time with us. See, but that's only a seasonal bow at that point. Like, like, you would, would you want to use that like in July, where it's like "Merry Christmas, Brandon" as you pull that back? It's <laughs> Christmas like in July, dude. Going okay, okay. <laughs> See, got you there. Yeah, um, and I was, I was so pumped about it, but the thing was, I didn't have anything to hit it with. So you would say that was a drawback. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chris. I'm sorry. Please continue. <laughs> so, like, I was super excited, and I remember. I, I needed to like you know like because like out in the you know sometimes out in the country people like would use like hay or whatever like they'll have like a little plastic thing that you can shoot stuff at and I was like oh maybe we can get that one day and I was like yeah yeah sure we'll get it soon and I never touched that thing for like over a f- like ever really because like I couldn't really shoot anything because like, I didn't want to like you know hit anybody with it obviously or like hitting animals with it but like you know like I <laughs> just felt, I felt super <laughs> bad yeah. and like it's still in my parents but it still has the original string on it and like I feel like if I pull back even at all like it's just gonna snap and like just whack my face and stuff <laughs> and like and I feel, you don't want to be a back storeroom guy at Target so nope, yeah no. <laughs> gotta, gotta keep things fresh yeah so like I, I feel super bad about like not using it ever but at the same time it's like I really couldn't use it but like I didn't have like the motivation to get anything to shoot it with so um but yeah it, it was so, cool the, the thought was cool so the gift was cool it just didn't really hit its i mark. wasn't cool about it so <laughs> it just didn't hit its mark yeah i heard you <laughs> I, I think he's ignoring you chris i think he yeah yeah I'm did, did you hear something too. <laughs> yeah. i think that might be a roommate, roommate in the other room <laughs> <laughs> ouch i guess i guess my least favorite gift it was probably i believe it was a because I, I didn't really use it but i believe it was a and i apologize whoever gave this to me because i actually don't remember who gave it to me <laughs> <laughs> it was a <laughs> a s'mores maker but like like when i whenever i make s'mores like i either do microwave them home or if I have a microwave available to me, or I do like you know like a normal thing like in the camp, like you yeah. camp and stick uh, stick or. Like, but who has time to just make campfire no, light on fire in the, the real world? <laughs> but it was like I don't even know what it did, but it literally was made just to make s'mores. Okay. So I don't know if it like warmed the the crackers up and then like it lightly. Toasted it sounds kind the, of like a Margaritaville like late time mm-hmm. TV like. Yeah, I, I think it was. I think it was brought to you by Flex Seal <laughs> new <laughs> s'mores makers. It was because I, I I just the marshmallow sticks onto the graham cracker. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> that may have actually been the commercial. You should, you should contact them and see if you can do it. Do Chris, forward. that's the best idea we got. Let's do it. What a graham cracker machine by Flex Seal? I think yeah. we're gonna have a couple hurdles to get through just to get <laughs> Chris and Brandon's there. yeah yeah s'mores maker it's gramtastic I, I, I would, I would oh love gosh. to get the flex seal guy on the show please that I mean, would be the he was dream. on John Tron's show right it's like why not on ours that would be the dream Boom. to get flex seal guy <laughs> um 
But yeah, you go on though. Like you just didn't use the smart. Well, it was something that I didn't really. I guess when I went camping, I didn't really want to lug this thing around with me because it was a pretty, you know, decent sized box. And yeah. it's about but traveling right. light when you're camping. You got to yeah. weigh your priorities. So I'll make your s'mores, you know. And you lift that thing out, and then there's a fire right there. You could just use. Oh uh, yeah, hey Janelle. Um, so a little sidebar. Um, we're very much over encumbered. What do you mean? <laughs> uh, well, you know, for camping, you just got to be very efficient with what you take. So something has to go. Well, we're not getting rid of the. The s'mores maker? Is that what you're <laughs> that, implying? I, that's the essential. s'mores maker has got to go, Denali. Over encumbered. So you're basically saying if this is Oblivion, we would just <laughs> You'd drop. be moving very slowly. We would drop the s'mores maker yeah. or be worth Until one gold piece. Again. Yeah. yeah, and then you <laughs> fast <laughs> travel back, <laughs> and then the you get the s'mores maker. maker. Yeah. <laughs> the sell it. Yeah, okay. Well... That's, yeah, that's Are we going to need all this jerky? <laughs> Let's just drop the jerky. <laughs> drop the jerky. We'll drop this hatchet. We're well, good to go. And the bear meat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. A little, little callback there. Uh, there was one Christmas where, uh, and this is kind of a meme within our family. Uh, you got a custom-made <laughs> stuffing <wait>. bowl. <laughs> Embroidered with your name on it. Well, that's the thing is for, for, for Christmas, we pretty much just do the same meal as Thanksgiving. So the Thanksgiving shovel bowls are actually also the Christmas shovel bowls. So, oh, there's, yeah, there's, there's two. Uh, there's, there's two. Wow. So another chance for us to look Wait, ridiculous in front of our there, family. Is there an Easter one too? Uh, no, Easter. Easter. Uh, you have to be a little reserved for that. that that's a little yeah, bit more professional. It's a little more, bla- <laughs> it's a little more black tie event. So uh, <laughs> basically... Um, yeah, for Christmas Eve we do this. I'm sure there's other families that do this, but we have kind of a tradition where we open one present on Christmas Eve. You know, it's kind of like the appetizer for the big, you know, the main course, which is tomorrow or the you know the day after Christmas. Yeah. One year, instead of you know like on the little tags, it'll say to Chris from Mom or from you know Dad from Santa. from Santa. You know. Yeah. Uh, I had like specific instructions on this package, and this one said, "Open this one first. And so I was like, well, I'm not wow. going to say no. <laughs> this, I mean, this is like actual instructions. It's like your instructions if you choose to accept. Uh, this, so here it is, like open this one first. So I'm like, okay, wow, they're universe. I read you loud and clear. <laughs> so I open this package up. And it's batteries. Oh man! <laughs> it's that, batteries a to jet. a duo pa- to a duo present, like a two two present system. The batteries were supposed to go in the second thing, the second. And this was from my, I think it was from my grandparents. So mm-hmm. it was like they said, open this one first, and it's like batteries for. Oh man! The, the, so you screwed yourself second. over. So I screwed myself over. So every, you know, my my family <laughs> thought it was hilarious. So everybody's having a great time with their gifts, and I'm sitting there with like, anybody need some Duracell? <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty tough. My my family usually does like white elephant Christmas party. You know, pretty frequently here. Actually, this year is the only time we aren't doing it, but um. I've I've gotten some really good like white elephant gifts in the past, and Wait, I've actually good white elephant gifts. Like like they weren't good, but like you know I had a good oh, laugh okay. about it. Kind oh, of I see. I and, see. Um, a good bad white elephant. Yeah. Gift. So I, I have two that I I can think of right now. Um, one that I gave to people was last year was okay. So like my 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 current thing my current thing is um I give out a crappy movie. As a white elephant gift. Oh, that's so, so last year, easy to do too. I know exactly, and it's only DVD too. Like what? I don't, I don't Blu-ray. Did it. you like, give the new Three Stooges on Blu-ray? 
The 2011, I think, is that what it was. Blu-ray, Three you're Stooges. Get, you're giving me an idea. But uh, last year... <laughs> Hello Kitty trading cards. <laughs> I started off with the B-movie on DVD. Oh, no! <laughs> and next year, I'm going to do the Emoji movie oh, as a gift. Oh, gosh, so. you sadistic <laughs> person. Oh. And um, You are not Canadian. Yep, That's no, for I'm not. sure. Um, however... The one, the other, the other gift that I, our family is pretty current with is that you know how in White Elephant there's like gifts that you are pretty reoccurring and stuff. Well, there's one that we always have every year, but we cover it up in the best way possible. So years ago, my dad and mom went to a Halloween party, and my mom was Morticia from As Family, and Very my dad nice. was Captain Caveman from the Hanna Barbera cartoon, and he had this huge like you know stone mallet kind of thing, but it was made, it was mm. inflatable kind of thing, and. We did well, yeah, that. a real stone mallet. Pretty, <laughs> pretty taxing to carry around for a whole party. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, but basically, one white elephant, we gave it away. And like, hey, have have fun with this. And I, I think like one of my cousins got it. And you know, he's like playing around. Like, oh, it's like a toy bear. Like, hey. Here, you can hit your cousins with it. <laughs> it's like we'll never see that again. How wrong we were. And uh, <laughs> last year we. Still got it in its mysterious ways, but like it wasn't like regifted back to you guys. Yeah, like it constantly. Like this was like for many years. But this is here's the thing though: it was never wrapped by itself, so it's either like in a box or it was like smushed to a point where you pull it out. Like oh, it's this again. (laughs) (laughs) We've been down this trail before, and they just get creative with like boxing to make it look like it's not that. One one year, uh, one of my family members put like candy inside it, but the thing was. I don't know how she put it in there because like the whole is so small. Did they pack it with small. circus peanuts? Oh, that that's that that's not bad. That's not a bad white elephant gift, man. That's a great one. <laughs> Honestly, they should just start using circus peanuts for like uh, you know sponsored Fed- by brand from going off topic <laughs> for FedEx. You know, just like so, yeah, this other this the styrofoam crap is bad for the environment. Why don't we get something that's equally good at padding stuff and is barely edible than styrofoam and just put some circus peanuts in there? You would think that the psychopaths can eat it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what were you saying about the, 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 the club? Yeah, so the club, every year we have that in there. And the, the other one I can think of too is that there was a my, – all my all my family's on the west side of Michigan in Kalamazoo. And there's this map that my uncle had of, um, of the town Parchment, which is like nearby Kalamazoo. And every year – The town is called Parchment? Yeah. Okay, because it was like – it was a little confusing. It was like, oh, I had a, he had a map in the town Parchment. Like it was like oh, yeah. oh no I see what you're saying yeah um, but like, like it sounded like a holy so, scroll of so words, my know. uncle it wasn't as a reoccurring thing as the as the stone club was but the the town of parchment map was like you know, it was in a frame and I was thinking because you know I was a you know huge movie buff you know when I was a kid I was like oh this is a movie poster my dad's like no don't open it don't open it we have to take that no like <laughs> like if you open that. We have to bring that home. <laughs> it's like, but like, touch my it, dad could be a movie it. poster though. It could be really cool. Like, it's not a movie poster, and I still opened it, and I was very disappointed. It was the town of parchment. <laughs> Man, that's like telling a seal door to throw the ring into the into Mount Doom. <laughs> Brandon, destroy it. No, no. I actually have a recurring gift in my family as well. Uh, cause we do way off one every year, and yeah. um, you know, there's always like most people. I think like like I, I'm kind of like a 
a cheap bastard, you know. I just yeah. kind of get like go to the Seven Eleven before and get a deck of cards or something like that, yep. and chuck her in the pile. Mm-hmm. And, like Hello Kitty that, trading that cards. That'll do, you know. Like that'll do Hello Kitty, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but like a couple people like get into it, like they plan it for like it seems like the whole year, but or they you know they just tinker in their mind and think about it. Right. And my uncle, he is like hardcore. I mean, okay, so. One of the years he did, he actually made a, he got a full tub and he just got trading cards with his face on the back of it. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. But you, you got to think, like, he printed, like, pro- probably hundreds of these so things. So the joke's on him for the financial <laughs> burden out. that was. But even yeah. in college, I think actually you guys, I think I may have, did I show you those cards? Uh, may- maybe. Possibly. Well, I, I started playing with them and then all these, like, people started, like, recognizing his face because of the back of the cards, <laughs> just him smiling. <laughs> and so, like, people are going to potentially, like, go up to him being like, who, like, we know you from somewhere. We don't know, you know, you're in the back of this card. Who are you? And it's just my uncle that's just, you know, uh-huh. he's just, and, but then he also added, so, like, the recurring gift is actually, um, one year he, uh, he bought this blow up doll and he actually named it Calvina. Uh-huh. And then uh, he dressed it up in a wig and kind of made it his, like, twin. Okay. Um, and then gave it to someone. And then, oh, actually then did the white elephant thing. And then someone got it. It was uproarious laughter, everything, you know. Yeah. Giggles. And then next year, the next year after that, someone else brought it back. But then changed the outfit. I think added something onto her. Mm-hmm. Made her, you know, lipstick, whatever. Yeah. And then the next year after that, people, so people kept doing it. So, like, it's a so kind of So when you joke. say blow up doll. <laughs> I have never received it, so I haven't... Okay. The details are blurry. <laughs> okay. I just didn't know if these were going to be very surprised-looking dolls. <laughs> I wow, it's know. Christmas morning. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the exact material or if it's actually a branded blow-up doll or what it is, okay, but it's like that's the generally best way I can describe Going it. Going Off Topic has no verification on this whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> we so, are not experts on this topic. <laughs> but that's the, <laughs> So that's the one recurring thing that we kind of have every year. So. Yeah. Uh, I have been fortunate not to uh, experience the the, really? uh, the white elephant thing, even though it would totally be my thing because it's like if April Fool's Day and Christmas decided oh, yeah, to get together and you know make something wonderful. Match made in heaven, man. Uh, it's... Yeah, it's uh, no, I I I've never actually been a part of a white elephant gift type thing. Man, bummer. I'm sorry to, to disappoint everybody and more wow. specifically you. Yeah, I'm, I can see I'm the heartbroken, man. Well, I can see the disappointment. It's very clear. I think the one thing that we think of Christmas the most, at least majority of the people here, is jolly old Saint Nick, our good old friend Santa Claus. Santa. And let's entertain the idea that like let's say he was real and like, you know, he's always been there. How how would the world like react to that? Like, would it be a better place? Would it like you know how would governments react to it? How would the oh, people... governments would try to shut that down immediately, <laughs> or they'd like... regulate and tax the crap? There's <laughs> <laughs> some omnipresent uh, guy who just knows everything and knows our morality. Oh heck no, we're shutting that down. <laughs> or they just have an, like an agent or something with him to record uh-huh. all of his expenses and stuff and be like taxes before you like go down that chute. Yeah, well that's why he's up. in the North Pole, man. Like so that way you know there's no country that you know basically like has like any tag on him it's like no this is my own kingdom <laughs> you're you ain't touching my castle <laughs> yeah honestly if 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 he had unlimited power kind of thing where it was like santa like he could escape the you know he could kind of wily coyote or no not wily coyote because he always fails uh he could kind of road runner <laughs> his way away from any kind of agencies that were after him 
yeah, the, I think the world would be a much better place because everybody has this kind of like father figure that is like you know looking out and is like, yeah. oh, what are you what are you up to? So you have like if you couldn't be a good person on your own, you have like this exterior this 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 fo- motivating force that's like. Oh, I have to be good because people be mm. exposed left and right. Yeah, you know, and it's like there's no hiding that. It's like no, you got all coal. Now, now my question is: is that would he only give to children? Do you think he would give to adults? I think he'd, I think he'd still give to well, adults. Ba- yeah. Basically, I see it as like, wouldn't Santa basically be since he's in you North Pole? Wouldn't he basically be like the anti-pirate then? Anti-pirate. Because then, have you ever seen the movie The Mar? Um, with Matt Damon, crap. Uh, it's Martian. Where thank on, you. Where yeah. Strained on actually, Mars. Actually, strained on Mars. Yeah. And he's on international waters, so he's technically a pirate. He's a space pirate. Yeah. So Santa would be a polar pi- pirate. A polar pirate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but he's kind of anti. He's not stealing. He's stealing. He's like giving. So he's like an anti-pirate. So yeah. like, if you can look at it like that, if you don't like pirates, if you think pirates are bad for the world, so, Santa would be good then. Yeah. Like I, I I'm always conflicted with this because like you know like. Obviously, when he gives, you know, gifts and stuff, it's like, okay, where does he get it all from? Because, you know, there's very specific things. Like, yeah, he you uses cheap labor. And, <laughs> like, oh, I always man. think that, like, whenever, like, someone's like, hey, like, you know, when you wish for a genie kind of thing. Like, oh, you wish for, you know, a bunch of money. It's like, okay, I want to wish for this, but, like, not have any legal ramifications. It's like, yeah, no, I, I own this. Like, you know, it's like. That way, it's not like you know. Oh, where'd you get this money from? Where'd you get oh, that? Kind of like think, a bedazzled thing where it's yeah. like, oh, I wish for happiness, but there's like that catch because it's like he's like exactly. he's working well, with the devil on so that. Like, and she, so where, Elizabeth what, Hurley's character keeps like yeah messing him, like screwing him over in some way. Yeah. yeah. So like I'm thinking that it was Santa, and it's like you know, how does he work around with that then at that point? So well, the key then, I think the first thing we'd have to do is the government or whoever would have to go out to the North Pole and check out the working conditions of the elves. <laughs> But, but, but because, by yeah, you, you know we'd have a department already set up, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. if they were good, you know, if they were treated well and they are like, given, you know, good wages and whatever, uh-huh. or the candy canes, they're, 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 given, given, they're given candy canes A good livable wage. A good yeah. livable wage, exactly. You know, then, you know, then maybe it would be a okay. good thing. So what what is the Santa Claus food pyramid then? Because, like, obviously he's different, that he can survive off of, like, cookies and milk and stuff. Like, do you think that's just, like, a one-night thing, or do you think he, had, he actually eats that the whole time he lives, like... Well, my aunt actually sent me a picture of uh, Santa in the drive-thru at Sonic right next door. So, you know, he's at least <laughs> partial to cherry limeades yeah. so, and then hot, hot dogs. So <laughs> I, I would say he might be diverse, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I mean, you never know. This, this dude, I mean, goes around the world. Okay, so, like, I think the coolest, like, interpretation of, like, I've seen of, like, Santa Claus, like, you know, traveling all around the world and stuff was, um, ever heard of the uh, comic Fables before? Mm-hmm. So, like, basically, in short, it's basically, like, all fairy tale characters are, like, are real and they exist in, in our world kind of thing. Um, but anyways, so the way they did Santa Claus is, you know how he travels the world all one night kind of thing? He actually goes to all the houses simultaneously at once, and he does it at the same time. So, like, it's, like, you know, an instant, like, within less than a minute and then it's done well that solves the big plot hole of any kind of depiction of santa in any christmas movie of him like dropping stuff off at a house and then he just books it like 50 miles another direction (laughs) or he totally didn't go to the house right next door yeah (laughs) well we gotta think about it too because i think there's actually more than one santa because think about it, there's different time zones. Wow, in, in you're Japan, a multi Santa believer. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> okay, if well, it's Santa, night, Santa's workers, that that they're helpers at the malls and stuff, you know. Well, they, think about it. They work with him, man. <laughs> it's night and time in like Japan, right? Uh-huh. It's gonna be daytime in like where we're at, right? So okay. like, how can Santa? Is he have to just work his way around with like the nighttime, or is there just gonna be multiple like clone Santas everywhere? 
that just can cover. I think you'd have to manipulate time at that point. Like that's like he would have Santa to. Santa plays time wizard. Time <laughs> wizard. <laughs> Old Yu-Gi-Oh reference there. <laughs> or maybe there's some secret technology that he discovered in the North Pole, and he uses that to manipulate time, like kind of yeah, like like a, some kind sense. of stone or some kind of like yeah. magic sword or something or, or magic club. <laughs> yeah, or stone clubs. <laughs> and that's and that's another question. When did Santa start? Yeah, what's his what's Santa's origin story? Yeah, I that's mean, the comic. That's the comic book movie we want. Santa's origin well, story. Well, there's Krumpus too, right? Isn't that his evil twin? Nicholas, you're too giving. You could shouldn't be so giving to people. Screw people, off. People are inherently mean. People are inherently nasty. Go back to working in the coal mine like your father. It's like no, I'm going to be different. I'm going to give back to the people. I think we figured out though because he, then he went to the North Pole in search of discovery. Uh huh. Found the elves enslave them and then actually went okay so okay so like the, what the candy canes were made 10 were given to the elves <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay so then eight were given to the reindeer how did mrs claus come into the picture then because like that's just probably some, like a high school crush that was like hey stood guess by what? him all throughout his struggles he's I agree like with chris you know it's yeah. just like i'm gonna find the elves meredith i'm telling you they're real it's like I understand, Nicholas, but it's just we need money. I got a and magic the times castle. Times are hard. Maybe you should go work <laughs> in the coal mines for a little bit, just a little bit, and then then we'll go find these elves. And I believe you, Nick. I do. I do. I love your uh, voice right there. It's really beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, I'd like. I mean, there, there's so much we can go into Santa, but we got something a little bit more relatable. Then, how did you find out that Santa wasn't real? By some jerk second grader. Oh, is this? That's how it always goes. It's always some jerk second, third grader. You're like just a happy first grader enjoying life. Everything's sunshine and rainbows and presents. Yeah. And, and then some second grader comes in, they max, and it's like, yeah, you know, Santa's not real. And then that's the yeah. thing is you're, like, you're such a white knight about it in the moment. You're like, no. how dare you? You're going to get First cold. of all, bold strategy, Cotton, <laughs> calling Santa not real. Wow, you are asking <laughs> for Nobody it. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Yeah. <laughs> you are just asking for it, sir. Okay, good luck. Have a good Christmas, Max. <laughs> Sucker, you know, and then and then it's like you sit there and it's like kind of the ending to the graduate where you're just kind of sitting there and you're like happy and then you start to like kind of look off in the distance. And, oh my god. He's right. The signs. The and then you have a little flashback montage and it's like your parents just like it's like, oh, Mom, Pa, aren't you going to bed? It's like, uh, no, no, we're just going to wait for Santa. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. It's like, wait a minute. This wrapping paper is just like the wrapping paper I saw wait, in your This is room. Santa's wrapping paper. Why Luke, is what are you Santa's doing with this? The writing. writing <laughs> just like mobs. Yeah. Whoa. And then you Second. go full on Keanu Reeves, like <laughs> opening the door, that, that gif of him just... <gasps> <laughs> mind destroyed and then you just sit there and that's when reality hits that things aren't as magical as you thanks hoped. a lot second grade jerk yeah max <laughs> was his name actually max, max smith yeah i haven't forgotten you <laughs> ruining christmas uh for me i would say i've been gifted with 
just the slow burn, you know, like kind of like Chris was saying, like I wasn't like someone just didn't ha, shatter my world. Gifted. So, the slow. <laughs> someone just, it was just a slow, like, you know, by the time I was 15, 16 or something, like people stopped talking about saying, maybe probably before like 12. I don't like know Fight how. Club, it just, yeah. You know. Yeah, like people like stopped kind of talking about Santa and I was kind of like, okay, why isn't people talking about Santa anymore? Like, what's up? Like, mm-hmm. what's happening, peeps? Like, we love Santa. And yeah. then like I kind of slowly started to logistically like, like so okay. you got to 15, 16 before... I was actually give or take. I, oh no, I was probably more like honestly. I don't remember. So I, I mean, I always held on that hope. So I guess by the time I was fifteen, sixteen, I still had that little hope of saying he's coming. It. I'm telling you, yeah. he's coming. And then here. by that time, my dreams were crushed because I, I actually saw like movies and stuff. He'll be and, here, everybody. Just wait. Just wait. <laughs> just you wait. <laughs> so yeah, so I just got lucky, I guess, because I didn't. Well, I don't know if that was luck or if that guy gave you a maybe some tough love there maybe that was for the best though like having someone else tell you that you know? i think i turned out pretty great uh. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway that's <laughs> um for me so man what a night it was i found out about sam oh my gosh this is a whole, <laughs> it's a whole new a episode folks whole <laughs> odyssey here yeah whole ballad so my parents um they they really enjoyed that like i loved like you know opening up Christmas morning, like, you know, Santa and mom and dad gave both presents. You know, it wasn't just all Santa. Like, you know, it was like, you know, parents care about you too. Here, here's a gift. <laughs> but, um, yeah. I remember I was around. Gotta really throw them off the trail. <laughs> <laughs> I was 10, 11, I think somewhere around there. I think, I, I think it was more towards 10. And I remember my, um, it wasn't even near Christmas time. Actually. It was like in the summer and like, I, I've had kids tell me that too, but I was like, no, he is real. You're stupid. I know. Yeah, it's amazing how long you hold, you fight yeah. against it. You're and like, like that nope. started like around second grade too. So like I like I you know I was getting it was getting there. Like it was more towards like third fourth grade when it started. You know no. And um, I remember my dad's like, "Hey son, uh, can you come in the living room for a second? I'm like, "Yeah, sure, Dad." It was like it was a it was like a hot June. I, I still remember it. Like it was like around like six seven o'clock at night. It was after dinner, as opposed to a cold June. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would I would feel cold later, but <laughs> the coldness would be in my heart. And um, my dad's like, "Listen, we wanted to um, we wanted to tell you something that's kind of important." I'm like, "Yeah, what's up?" He's like, "You know uh, Santa Claus?" And I'm like, "I'm familiar." And, 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 and the thing was, like, I I feel like I think like I knew. But like I didn't want to like. It was the talk. You didn't want the talk. You, yeah, you knew it was and the talk. I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like. He's not real, and like we've been doing it the whole time, and I'm like, really? Like I, I got I, I like disappointed. Like I'm like really? I mean, I'm like yeah, sorry, bud. I mean like, I mean like I mean like everything that you've gotten. I mean like that was genuinely from us. Though. I'm like I was appreciative, and, and he's like, oh yeah, and the Easter Bunny, Tooth Fairy, yeah, they're not real either. <laughs> so basically, your whole life is a lie. We've been lying to you this entire time. <laughs> you know, honestly, I'm starting to think the breaking the news to the kids that Santa isn't real is actually just more of a financial thing from the parents. It's like, oh my gosh. Now we can finally just like cut the Santa packages yeah. out, and it's just you get this from mom and dad, and that's it. And it's like it's no more yeah. having to like, oh my gosh, we gotta get like fourteen from Santa, like five or six from us. I don't know how I'm gonna I'm gonna do. I'm, like, I'm gonna have my kids believe in Santa, but like I want them to find out themselves rather than me telling them. There that. is a certain lesson that, about like, the world in in the kids finding out through the world. Yeah, yeah. like I kind of want them to like discover it themselves, kind of thing, like. You know, have them come to me and to be like, "Hey, is Santa actually real?" I'm like, 
My, my, no. yeah. Figure it out Just yourself. Don't kid. tell your brother. <laughs> well, that's, that's exactly right. Like we tried to keep mm. our, our, my youngest brother, there's a pretty big age difference between myself and my youngest brother. Yeah. And basically we tried to keep the magic alive for him for so long. But the reality was, is like, he, he's such a smart kid. It was one of those things where it's like, he knew for yeah. so long and he, he, I think he calculated he's getting more gifts by playing along <laughs> that he like for the longest time. Like my brother, my my next youngest brother and I, we would try to like oversell it. We'd be like, "Wow, look what Santa got you! Isn't that great?" And he would just side eye us, like, mm-hmm, <laughs> "Yeah, real great." I know what you're but doing, but he's like, he's running a game here, so mm-hmm. he's like, he's getting more Lego sets, which are incredibly overpriced. Right, he's getting more Lego sets by playing this game. So he's like, "Okay, I'll keep this going," mm-hmm. but uh, I I see you. This this look is not this look is intended. Yeah, um, I. I, I kind of had that same thing with like with my cousins, my little cousins. Like you know, for so I remember when I first found out, I was like, "How can I keep this contained? Like I gotta tilt, keep like, this know? gravy train rolling." But you know, like over time, like it was it was way easier to just kind of like I'm like, "Oh yeah, yes, yes." You're kind of like it's obviously it's been years since I even believed in him, so it's kind of like you know, it's like oh, it, it was a thing cool, but you know, it's still it's still it's still kind of cool to actually see it. You know, like have them believe in Santa and like you know actually seeing them open up the gifts like that. It, it is kind of magical, you know, and that's why I kind of want. You know, when I have kids one day, I definitely want to do that with them. Yeah. The reason yeah. why I think like kids, people catch on so quickly that Santa isn't real is because, my gosh, we have not gotten our story straight at all with that. Yeah. It is so, there and there's so, so many, many different stories. The story like that it's movies like, that portray him and so stuff. It's like, holes. hey, wait a minute. That movie's different origin story than his. You're like, what, what's going on here? Like, you're like, what, who's right? It's like, oh, it's uh, artistic freedom. So they're just, like, they're just having their own story. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like, I wasn't the brightest child. Like, I'm willing to admit that. <laughs> uh, same here. So, I mean, I was kind of late in the game. You know, there's, like, those really clever, like, your your brother and stuff. Like, those uh-huh. really clever kids that are, like, oh, like, uh, they instantly figure know. Figure this out. Figure this out. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, well, let's see if we play this game. We get more presents. We uh-huh. strategize and stuff. But, yep. right. no, I was just kind of going along with the ride, and I was kind of not the brightest child. So, I just kind of, I think I just found out naturally late. I mean, people probably told me, but I probably either just didn't hear them, or I was just kind of, like. You said 15. That might have been I feel like we need to go back to that number. <laughs> hey, it's, it's best to be a safe number, like twelve or something. <laughs> it probably was twelve. I probably just, fifteen just seems so long ago that it's like it seems like it's you know fifteen. Like you're 10, in high school, <laughs> Denali. That was that was like ten years ago, man. Oh wow, that was ten years ago. <laughs> a decade without like Santa. Like an old man. I, I know it's been downhill. Like ever since. at that point, you say like Santa's real. Everybody thinks you're joking, and they're laughing along with like, "Oh my god!" I'm just like, no, "Yep, he actually really believes this." Oh, actually, poor boy. Yep. No, actually, I was a couple years ago. I stopped believing that. <laughs> well, I was oh, probably sorry, 22 <laughs> when uh, I got the news. I got the talk. <laughs> uh, there's a there's about one more um, topic I wanted to discuss before we get into Nolly's topic here, um, and I, I feel it's it's Christmas related, but it's also it could be after Christmas too, and. Snow days were like the bomb back in school. I, oh yeah, I absolutely. Lo- I wish I could have those back. Man, they were so. Like, I know. Apparently, it doesn't count for work. It only counts for school. Apparently, but like work. Yeah, <laughs> Once no. Yeah, and um, I, I was I was actually kind of wondering like what your like typical school uh, snow days were and such. And I, I'll I'll start off really quick here. Um, I had two kinds. So like there was kinds where like I went to my parents' work, and there were kinds where I because I wasn't old enough to stay home kind of thing by myself. And there were days where, like, you know, I would go and just, like, hang out in my house kind of thing. See, and that's 
that by itself is such a major flaw in the system. Oh yeah, kids don't have school, but everybody else has work. Like, where does that make any sense? Like, oh, I'm yeah. just supposed to leave my young kid at home, right? Because like, like the daycare is closed, and it's like okay, what, at that point, and my, my commute's like you know an hour away from work, and I can't have my kid yeah you know, like that, stay home. So like, okay, and I have to bring him to work. Kind exactly. Of thing. At that point, if you can prove to your employer, hey, like mm-hmm. you just check the listings, my kid's school is canceled. I'll show you everything you need to see in terms of like the the proof that my kid goes to the school. Yeah. I, I need that he needs they can't be left alone so right. it's like I can't make it in you know? and thank- and to not be like totally grilled or shamed for oh mm-hmm. I need to take care of my kid and thankfully my parents the jobs they had back when I was a kid like they were like office type jobs so like I could actually kill some time you know like, like mm-hmm. in the break room or something or whatever like you know um, I remember like it, yeah it was just basically just it, it was I was entertaining myself because I brought stuff that I would, you know, like my toys or, like, you know, like books. G.I. Joe. <laughs> now it was more like Spider-Man. I, I had the comic book yeah. videos and stuff. Um, but, like, that, that was kind of the other scenarios. But the other kind of scenarios I had when I was older, um, I loved just, like, popping in some movies during the day. Because, like, I now it's like nothing but back then that was like a luxury like i could watch like whatever i want like you know in the living room like it wasn't my room it was the living room with the big tv kind of thing and like and just get some hot cocoa play some video games on the big tv lion king yeah exactly can you feel (laughs) the love tonight (laughs) and like that that was like sublime i i I'm very nostalgic of those days. I, I really miss them a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. And it was even better with Christmas around because, like, oh no, decorations are everywhere now. Like, this is yep. great. Like, I feel more festive, kind of thing. And so. if it's after Christmas, you still have all that new loot. You know, all yeah. the new, all the new toys, all exactly. the new video more time games, to use them and video stuff, games. Yeah. And yeah, you can just uh, take all that time. And it's like, all right, cool. Exactly. And I did go out, like sometimes, like you know the um like build a fort or snowman stuff but then again i was an only child so like i and my neighbor like was kind of on the same age but then she moved away and like it was just me there so it's kind of like okay well there's really no point for me like building a fort and like you know building snow just by myself so it's like okay let's just go just, back and uh, play games just playing in here by yourself huh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i pretty much uh i was pretty similar i mean i definitely play i think at when I was a younger kid, I definitely did more outdoorsy stuff and was like, mm-hmm. you know, throwing snowballs and yeah. like making forts and stuff and doing like a lot. Watch sledding. out for the yellow ones. Yeah, I know. I learned that the hard way. <laughs> I know it's uh, a late advice, then, but uh, <laughs> late advice. Hey, I'm all about late advice because you know, I'm late to the party and a lot of stuff. Hey, Chris, that was <laughs> by pretty... the way, uh, the Easter Bunny's not real either, Denali. So just... <laughs> hey, Chris, that was an ice joke. Ah, uh, see, <laughs> we, have, we have fun here. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, yeah, like I remember just playing uh, like video games and stuff and just kind of, you know, just kind of doing what Brandon did. Uh, but then, yeah, a lot of outdoor stuff, especially when I was younger. My grandma had this, like, you know, really big hill and stuff that we used to... We didn't do, oh, like, yeah. the Chevy Chase thing where we, like, you know, <laughs> wax it or whatever. Yeah. You know, with, <laughs> candle wax. Candle wax or something like Chris does. With <laughs> I was going to say something about that earlier, too. So thank you for bringing uh, that up. But anyway, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I kind of just did the, you know, the Michigan, I guess... I, it seems like it was stereotypical because I saw other kids doing it and I had friends mm-hmm. did it and stuff. So. Yeah. yeah, Michigan snow days are the bomb though. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, but the thing oh, is, look at you guys in your Michigan snow days. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, well, yeah. Ew. I feel so gypped. I mean, I, I I was born in Michigan. I so I lived in Michigan for a little bit. I had and for most of the yeah, I basically was in Michigan till the the end of the nineties. Like two thousand was the where it was like yeehaw, Texas bound, <laughs> giddy up. And so basically from like two thousand to two thousand. Uh, 
I think it was 2009 was when it, 2010, something like that. 2009, I think, is when I left. Mm-hmm. But basically, yeah, uh, we don't get snow days in Texas. Uh, basically, <laughs> for, for Dust days. Yeah, you'll, you'll never believe that. And it's stop the presses, no snow in Texas. Except there were a couple times where Whoa. we would actually get snow. And I use snow in the loosest definition. Of, dusting. <laughs> more of a dusting, exactly. <laughs> and But basically, the way it works down there is... If you get even like half an inch, not even half an inch, like a fourth of an, a tenth of an inch of snow, that's enough to like shut Seriously? everything down. Oh, absolutely. How can you, you you can drive through that easily? That's well, like, yeah, but these no, I, it's the cultural thing. I'm not used to it. They're not used to it. any kind of like the driving on it. Like it's is, not even dangerous. Like. At least well, from my, uh, oh, at least in Michigan, it's not dangerous. <laughs> yeah, of course, it's not because because in Michigan, it's like you train for. We've been training for this. The snow is a part of us, you yes. know. And in, in, in the South, it's like, oh, <laughs> I can't stop, kids. Like it's just yeah, it's just <laughs> chaos. And so basically, uh, because there's no infrastructure to support any kind of snow removal, it's like everybody. But you know. I also think part of it is it's this it's this novelty thing where it's like, mm-hmm. well, we don't ever get snow, so we might as well enjoy it when it's here. So yeah, we got five snow yeah. days to use. Like, let's use them all we can. Yeah, so let's just have a day off for it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's such a rare event that it's like people come out in droves. And, and when there's any kind of little dusting you see, in, mm-hmm. like in a neighborhood, you see everybody is out. That's everybody crazy. is out there enjoying it. Um, enjoying, so, enjoying it. Well, yeah, because how you, can they enjoy it? Yeah, you go across your entire yard for one <laughs> snowball, uh, <laughs> but but you have that one snowball, and you're like, "This is you, mine." You have to find that that special someone who's gonna get it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of been the the southern experience of uh, of snow days. It just sounds so foreign to me. Just like, yeah, well, I, I can corroborate though because I lived in Atlanta for a while a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and we, we moved down there in January, and it was like. The first, like, for, like, a couple days, they got light dust, and you could still see mm-hmm. the road. It was just, like, a tiny, like, little, little tiny baby, yep. like, snow. Yeah. <laughs> and no ice, nothing. Uh-huh. And, like, people were, like, flipping out. And they, they even have something down in Atlanta called, like, I think they call it Snowpocalypse. Because, like, oh, a while ago, Lord. years ago, like, people were, like, trapped in, like, There's schools. There's an inch here. It was, no, it was, like, yeah, because they, I think in Atlanta, like, uh, at least one person I talked to said they only had, like, one or two plows for the entire city. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, yep. like, they, so they would get, do the no highways. Infrastructure. But then, like, what about the back roads? What about in Atlanta itself? Is so, like, the infrastructure, so there's so many people there. Yeah. And so if they had to, like, try to plow that, I mean, that's, like, a major city. You're going to, it's going to be oh, chaos. Yeah. So I mean, it, it is a uh, problem. I'm like, I'm not, that sounds yeah. like a Kevin James movie. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Mr. He, never expe- he thought the job was going to be easy, being a snowplow man in Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> and then... Looks like Jack Frost came early, and then it's just like, oh no, I wasn't expecting this. Yeah, Kevin James, you're gonna have to do the entire city of Atlanta in one night. <laughs> yeah, I could like, so see I'm him gonna like, need some help. <laughs> I could get, like see David like, Spade shows up. <laughs> yeah, all right, let's do this. <laughs> I, I could just like see him, like you know, it's like his like supervisors kind of like, you think it'd be all right, and they're like. Kevin James goes on the plow truck. He turns around. He has like a little chuckle. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> From the people that brought you Zookeeper <laughs> and Paul Blart Mall Cop. Two. <laughs> <laughs>
I kind of want that to be real, to be honest. <laughs> Adam Sandler, if you're listening, put that on Netflix ASAP. Come Snowpocalypse Atlanta. <laughs> so another thing uh, I kind of wanted to get into with you here, Denali, since we have you here, is uh, you kind of have uh, an interesting year planned out, or well, as you, you, you as far as as far as you can say, planned out um, <laughs> uh, as of right now. Uh, that's kind of more of an unconventional uh, a path, if you will. It's not kind of the typical post-college thing that most people do. And I, I guess I'll kind of let you more elaborate on, on what your plans are for yeah. this next year. Let me ramble on. and <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> the, the, basically, the more you talk and the less they hear just, of just us just is always a, a good thing. Just give me a signal. Or you can just turn it off and just, yeah, like, just yeah. talk to myself. Absolutely. This, the, this is the part where most of the listeners wait for. It's like, okay, good. We can just, Chris and Brainy can shut up for a little bit and we can hear somebody who's not <laughs> wow, them for a bit. Something different. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, so basically, uh, I next year, starting in mid January, I'll be working for AmeriCorps, uh, and that's basically AmeriCorps. Pretty much is just the Peace Corps, but within the U.S. Mm-hmm. Just some uh, new branding. Just give it a little much, more yeah. like patriotism in the name. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and so I basically applied for a bunch of different positions, like one in Alaska, in uh, I think it was South Carolina, um, and then a bunch of other stuff. Um, Was there any reason for any of those places? Well, so they have two things. So they have AmeriCorps, which is the regular, I guess, kind of manual labor stuff, um, disaster recovery, like with Katrina and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And then they have, uh, and that's for like more younger. I think you have to be like 24 or younger or something. Was there like a fitness test? I think so. I don't know exactly how it works, (laughs) but it's... uh, (laughs) You have to do at least six pull-ups for this job. I I mean, if you can do it, coach. (laughs) (laughs) And so, uh, so since I was older than 24, I just uh, applied for all the AmeriCorps Vista stuff, which essentially is all the administrative stuff, and then all the also they all require uh, college degrees too. I see, right? Um, and so, uh, yeah, I kind of applied for all those, and there's a little, there's fewer of them because I wanted to start uh, like pretty soon, so I wanted to start in January. So I kind of applied for all the positions that were open, mm-hmm. uh, and so just did kind of like a shotgun approach. Exactly. I was yeah. like, you know, yeah. I'm just gonna sling it out there and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> see what comes back. Yeah. Uh, and so I had some interviews, and the one that kind of shook out was the one um, that's in Montana. Uh, I've never been to Montana, so this will be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and no uh, ties, no family, no anything. Nothing. Like it's the entire state of Montana. Which a couple days ago, which is yeah, um, this kind of tells you how my brain works. I guess a couple days ago, I just realized that Montana is like the third or fourth biggest state in the U.S. Because hmm. um, at least according Wait, to my wall map. 34th? No, 3rd or 4th. Oh, I thought you said 34th. I was like, I, like, was like, I, I think you're getting some bad information, man. <laughs> no, 3rd or 4th. <laughs> I'm very worried about you going out there now. If you, <laughs> yeah. 34, 34th I'm going to the state. east. I'm going to the east, to Montana. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah that, that Montana. There's, there's several I said Montana. <laughs> Montana. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, so I'm going um, in mid-January, like I said, and it's pretty, they don't give you much in the way of uh information no well they basically don't give you don't it's not financially beneficial to really do that like basically ah. they give you blow minimum wage uh because it's mostly for like Why? volunteering and stuff oh because it's, a, they, they it's essentially volunteering volunteer, yeah and you, so right. you get like a stipend bi-weekly to kind of like cover costs and everything right right um but i also don't have a vehicle and since montana is so spread out and everything's kind of like uh, I'm pretty really sure rural. It's big sky country. Big sky. So there's mostly sky. So, so just get an airplane. That's why I was confused. I was like, <laughs> should I get an airplane? And they're like, um, just leave. But 
we want to keep you because you're the yeah only we've one heard that... all the jokes yeah, yeah. thank you <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah next you're gonna ask if hannah's here right <laughs> <laughs> it's miley yeah uh, but so yeah so i'm um so i essentially need to get a vehicle too uh but i can't really afford to oh also kind of backtrack a little bit the housing situation there isn't very plentiful yeah, really. Uh, so in, in a giant place like Montana, they have like like no housing. And so oh, in Kalispell, Montana, that's where I'm moving to. And there's, I mean, there's like twenty two thousand people that live there, but it's pretty. I guess there's not many places to rent. Mm. Um, and so I pretty much have to. I mean, there hopefully it'll work out where I can stay a place in the winter and then kind of just camp in the summer or something. But yeah, essentially right now I'm going to buy a truck because uh, it has four wheel drive too, so I can kind of get past those mountain passes and stuff if i have to go and just kind of don't drive too crazy yeah i won't drive like brandon i'll be you know, <laughs> trying to settle down a little bit uh-huh. um and so i pretty much will there's a good chance i'll have to live in the truck um mm, and just my plan right now is just to have like a, a little top on it um and then just get like a there's no hopefully i'll get a truck that has no um like crew cab or anything it's just like a single cab with an extended uh bed and yeah. then i can just kind of so i can fit like a twin bed or something in there so um or some blankies at least my, my question <laughs> <Some is, laughs> so my question is how, how are you going to tackle the heat situation at that point so i'm going to actually when i get the truck i'm going to get it pretty soon because i have like about a month until i leave um right. and so uh i'm going to test it out around michigan because luckily so far at least the weather is pretty similar to there yeah um it's like almost exactly well, not I mean, lately yeah not lately it might get <laughs> colder there but it's pretty similar at least like mm-hmm. there, there's another guy in Kalispell that's actually from uh this will be his first winter because I've been talking in touch with some people there well, yeah, this will be good. his first winter and he's from Southern California oh, so I'm just rough. like wow this is gonna be a tough one man a culture um, shock there <laughs> well he does have an apartment and stuff so at least he has that heat going for I him see, okay. thing, but still that's gonna be ooh, yo man uh, you got any heat I could borrow <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just gather it up and bring it to me uh so, I don't need much just just a little bit of heat if you, you don't mind sharing so right now, <laughs> right now I'm gonna kind of test out in Michigan. I'm gonna get a really nice sleeping bag, like negative twenty degree sleeping bag or whatever, and some really nice oh, like some Antarctica winter gear one. and stuff. Yeah, Antarctica. Yeah. So I'll maybe contact Santa and ask if he has any. <laughs> um, you know, hey, remember me? Good equipment. Yeah, hey, remember me? <laughs> um, I bet he'd also recommend the milk and cookies. Diet, <laughs> you know, just to get some natural padding. You need yeah. a coat. <laughs> you need some pants. You, you need, need to fatten up. Yeah. Forty pounds of fat. <laughs> Forty pounds of fat. <laughs> You'll be sweating. Bum 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 bum. <laughs> you'll take your shirt off you'll be fine you'll be good yep there right you go. and so uh i'm kind of kind of trying to do it like that first and see kind of around like trip my hometown to see if i can just you know live with that right um, kind of like when military people like will train with rucksacks on while they go walking around their neighborhoods or go running on treadmills or whatever just to kind of get them prepared get them ready for uh what they might experience yeah yeah, and uh, yeah. Luckily, I don't think Montana's a war zone or anything, but I will be able to. Uh, <laughs> I will be able to hopefully do that. And then if that doesn't work out, if it's too cold for me, which is very likely, um, I probably will just use like a space heater or something. Um, okay. Little propane yeah. tanks, uh, which brings other issues like carbon monoxide poisoning and stuff. Uh, but <laughs> just, just casual carbon <laughs> monoxide poisoning. <laughs> but I mean, I've I've YouTube this and I've like researched a, a lot. I mean, you only can. Can you start any fires? I'm sure there's, yeah, I'm well, sure there's you have to be away smoking from... Smoking yeah. might not be happy with that. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, there's other people that have done it, and so I'm kind of trying to do the whole, like, there's a will, there's a way kind of thing. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, worst case scenario, I mean, there's a Walmart Supercenter there and stuff, so I can just go buy a space heater there, or I can buy materials there, or, you know, I could always just... Like Once I'm there, it'll be easier to find a place, too, because mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. a yeah. couple thousand miles away, so... Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah that's kind of how it's going uh but i'll be there for a year uh that's going to be like a whole year long commitment and then um basically my job there is going to be because uh, americorps usually does education-based stuff or they do like they like to work in like really poverty-stricken areas or they also do um kind of like like disaster relief that kind of stuff right mm-hmm. um but i'll be doing work at a community college there and it'll essentially be helping to kind of develop a program there the infrastructure for a program to um kind of help i think it's up to like 350 students oh, wow. uh, for that community college to like help pay for tuition and help pay for like they even do like finance classes and stuff like specific classes and programs and workshops and mm-hmm. they also do like they have like uh, speakers come in and stuff and to kind of help develop that. Yeah. And basically, I'll be helping kind of build that infrastructure and to kind of widen it to get the community more involved and to try to get more mentors and internships kind of going and stuff. Because uh, I guess from what I've heard, that community is just very, it's pretty rural and it's pretty mm-hmm. isolated. And even though it's 22,000 people, it's still pretty isolated and it needs, like, I think a lot of people want to kind of like get other experiences from other cultures and kind of be kind of more well rounded. Mm-hmm. Um, and plus, a lot of people there, I think, since it's so isolated, it's pretty, like, it's hard to get out of there. Yeah. And so I think that. Um, the program I'll be a part of wants to kind of help people have that like avenue to kind of explore other, you know, areas and to kind of, um, the idea basically is to get people through that uh, college experience and get an associate's degree and then kind of move them to uh, like um, Missoula and kind of, th- there's a bigger university there and then kind of just to kind of help them get that education. Right. Because, uh, um, yeah, just to kind of do that. And I mean, I've been fortunate enough to be like pretty close to you know, universities and stuff to be able to just travel a couple hours. Mm-hmm. And so, like, some people, like, you know, if they can't... Because, yeah, so that's basically what I'll be doing. And, um, I mean, as far as I know, because it's kind of, like, I... You know, new experiences, or you, you always can have that guesstimate of what it's going to be like, but it's kind of one of those things where you have to just learn on the go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so we'll see how it goes, though. I mean, I've budgeted and everything and try to figure out all the money stuff yep and uh it's kind of making me go crazy because there's always like like oh what if i do this and like have money there and have extra money there and do that (laughs) yeah so (laughs) yeah um but i'm trying to focus on that and try to do um because it's been a pretty tough couple years so i'm trying to like focus on trying to help other people and do that and see if Mm -hmm. that can um, so so i guess my next question is is why why do you want to do this is there some reason why i mean you have a lot of family friends here in michigan Um, Uh, is there is there specific like calling (laughs) that you that you feel um besides just slinging my resume and stuff out there yeah um, you gotta be careful where you sling that (laughs) (laughs) um i just i don't know i guess i just it's always something i've been like intrigued by or interested Mm -hmm. in you know i've i've thought about doing peace corps but that's also that's like a two to for your commitment or that's yeah, a bigger commitment that's a long time, mm-hmm. um and even more uncertainty because you could be like in you know have a really nice apartment or in, or no apartment or in like a more dangerous area or maybe yeah. not, you know you that, have that no seems idea. like a big yeah big swing there where it's like you could have a really nice apartment now you could have no apartment mm-hmm. yeah so i mean it's whole you know whereas this is a little more um even though there's some uncertainty of like living situation it's still in the u.s and it's yeah. still you know like, you're still relatively safe yeah still relatively safe um I mean, except wildlife that's yeah, I mean, it is, it is grizzly country, so I will yeah. have to uh, get used to that. Um, but I guess I just, I didn't really, I haven't really figured out what I want to do. I mean, I do have a degree, but I kind of just winged it, sort of, I guess, is the best way to put it. And I kind of mm. just was like, you know what, most people say you should get a degree, you should do this. And so I kind of just did it. Um, and I think college is one of those things where it can be like, it can be extremely beneficial to people and really like, mm-hmm. especially with connections. Oh, and yeah, like, that, that's like my, that was my thing about college was like it. 
I it was nice to get the experiences and such and the education mm-hmm. and everything, which I, I still hold very dear to my heart. But it's literally the connections and the people I met. I mean, especially like with you guys too. Like that, that was like huge because mm-hmm. not only did I get a workout out of it, but I also gained good friendships out of it. And you know, good. You know, like hey, I got your back, you got my back, kind of situation, kind of thing. So you know, yeah, yeah, I agree, and that's what I mean. I just think if you're doing it, like for me, like I kind of started college just just doing it because. Mm-hmm. And personally, I think I kind of regret that aspect just because like you're spending so much money and getting so much debt. I mean, I was lucky that my parents helped me a bit, yeah. Um, but I still have like a lot of debt. But um, it's just kind of one of those things where like if you know exactly what you want to do and like you really want to take certain classes, I think it's really nice. But if you're not sure what you want to do, it's kind of one of those things where it would it's nice to have that guide because for me, like through high school, they never like I never heard anybody talk about it or anything about finances or anything it was just like the council the counselors were just like oh you should just do it like obviously you have <laughs> yeah. decent grades you know you should just do college That's get a scholarship you, you get a scholarship so what you do and then <laughs> that was kind of it and then even in college it was just kind of like a whisper like yeah uh, grant like uh well the school i went to and stuff just kind of just never really talked about and stuff and it's not really that school specifically i think it's just a lot of schools don't want to talk yeah. about it. and then at the end i remember just going into this like like I think I had like a meeting at the end of my college like uh, a degree and stuff, and they were yeah. just like, "Oh, here's a piece of paper. This is how much you owe for the next ten years. Good luck with life." <laughs> yeah, and it was just well, like in the end, yeah, I think too. Like I mean, yeah, as valuable as college is, and you know the education you get from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also think too, it is a business too. Yeah, and that's and they're my, trying to yeah. you know make money, and that that's how they do it. Unfortunately, you know, like yeah, as, should there be better ways? Of course, but I'm not gonna get involved in that on this show. So <laughs> no, no, I don't want to like bad because uh, yeah. my point is is. Like where there's that side of it, I think um, I'm hoping like through AmeriCorps and stuff and through this program because I've talked to two of the people I'll be working with and they seem to be amazing people and yeah I think uh, like I kind of felt like there's a good connection between them of like hey like this is what like they're aiming for is like really helping these people and really you know a community college is cheaper is more oh, that's right, affordable yeah. too so like you can go there first and if they you know they don't like it they don't have to and they can yep. pay it off and that way you don't waste as much money yeah and so like but if they kind of go through that um, program and then they can really just kind of hopefully grow and then and also I really like the idea of like this program in particular has like uh, workshops and about finances and all that stuff which for me I wish I you know I would have loved to have when I was in college and stuff because I spent money that I didn't have you know I got like mm-hmm. You know, a credit card as a college stuff. kid, man, that just <laughs> yeah, I know. that's so <laughs> uncharacteristic. <laughs> yeah, whoops. And so I wish I would have been more like proactive after you know like, mm-hmm. about after school and stuff. But I uh, yeah, so I guess that kind of I kind of answers. I guess I just I kind of wanted to, I like the idea of helping other people that want to go to college and to kind of uh, yeah. Um, kind of do that. So mm-hmm. and so how how does fam- family have any any concerns yeah. at all I'm, not, <laughs> I'm sure it's like kind of like a like oh yeah obvious question but like no they're like yeah you know good luck no <laughs> break a leg <laughs> break a leg no they of course are really concerned and mm-hmm. you know my parents well because it is it's an unconventional path it's you yeah know, it's, not and it's it's common. a totally totally different state obviously so it obviously yeah. comes with you know uh, that in itself for anybody uh, comes with its own set of you know challenges and mm-hmm. concerns. Well, that's the thing too. I've been very lucky to have like parents and a girlfriend and like just friends and stuff that are very yeah. supportive and are like, you know what, hey, you should just do this because this is something that you know you want to do. And like like where I've been the last couple of years, I just haven't been happy, and I've just been kind of doing the not traditional thing, but just working a job I wasn't happy at, or just kind yeah. of just being in a situation that I didn't like. 
Um, where How did you quit that job? No. <laughs> Throw off my shirt, <laughs> ramble naked. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, I just, I've had, like, I, honestly, the last couple of years, I've had a bunch of jobs, and I've just mm. been kind of working them, and I've never really felt satisfied. Like, I've had I a couple see. jobs that were good. Yep. Like, I got to work in, like... Just didn't feel fulfilling. Yeah, I got to work, like, in a military base, which was cool, um, huh. doing camera stuff, and I yeah. got to work, like, um, with, like, a, a film guy and stuff, Rich mm-hmm. Brower, which he's really cool and stuff. I think he did a, mm-hmm. a film at Grand Valley. And GVSU summer film. And, like, yep. yeah, like, I've had some really good experiences. Um, also, Amber Elliott, she's really awesome. I just want to say <laughs> No, she's really cool. Um, and, and she's a really good editor and stuff, too. But she, uh, like, those, those people just in that whole group, uh, it was just a really good experience to work with and stuff. But I just, uh, like, so I've been very fortunate in that regard because I couldn't imagine doing this with, like, people that are like, yeah, you suck at life. You're not going to do anything. <laughs> yeah. It's just like... Not really motivational. <laughs> it's not the kind of people you want to be hanging out with. <laughs> so it's just kind of nice to have that. And I think... Uh, I mean, I'm, like, scared, like, shitless right now. Like, I'm, just, like, I'm <laughs> yeah. pooping my pants I, right yeah, now. Like, literally this you. moment, pretty much. Like, that's why I've had to take such long, you know, mo- moments of pause and stuff. Just mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, but, like, well, no matter what happens, we're always, you know, pulling support for you, man. Like, you know. Yeah. And I, pre- I no, I really appreciate that, guys. And I just, uh, I just think, I hope that, like, the reason why, even though I'm really scared, why I want to go through with this is because I think that anybody can do that. I think, like, mm-hmm. you know, I've always had a lot of self-doubt, but I think with, you know, anybody, they can just push through it and do it and we'll like if you're in a situation that you're not good at like you're not in a good situation for yourself mm-hmm. and if you just kind of push through and change everything and kind of just let the chips fall where they may i think it kind of will help kind of change your world oh, yeah. and i think uh i mean you might not have to go to the extreme end of like moving to a whole new state or anything mm-hmm. but i think uh i don't know i just hope it'll help me grow and stuff and i think i hope i can kind of help other people kind of grow too well, yeah. So, what would you what would you say to people who kind of think about trying something unconventional like this? That's you know, kind of not a typical job. Maybe move into a different state. Maybe move into a place where you don't really know people. Maybe mm-hmm. move into a place where, you know, yeah. Like, I know it's kind of millennials have taken over this kind of idea of being a minimalist and living in cars or tiny homes or mm-hmm. taking buses and turning them into apartments. Yeah. So, like, is that kind of the stuff that interests you and kind of living more like like of a camping type lifestyle where it's like you like being out um and just doing more unconventional things like that is that i guess i just uh i would say don't just do things just for like the label or for like the because i think some people you know got in the minimalist train or get into certain and I've, i've done this like um like just do certain things or join certain movements just because like the popular thing or because you think right. that will fulfill you um, because I think you just got to do what you, you need to do for yourself. And, you know, I don't think anything really fits neatly into the, like a little label. Um, I think you just need to do what's best for yourself. And if you really want to like do something or you're interested in it, doing something, you should just do it. You know, even if, even if your family is just like, no, don't do it. Or, you know, I've been lucky to have that support, but even if you yeah. don't have that support or if, if you know, you want to do it, you know, just do it because if, you know, at least you tried and then you can be like, oh, well, at least I tried now I know because, you know, if I didn't do this and just, you know, stayed here and just kind of, you know, had a pity party for myself and sat in the same situation I'm doing right now, yeah, then it would just, I would always have that question. It would just, I don't it know, wouldn't pity parties are underrated. <laughs> 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 no, they are glorious in some ways. I, uh, no, I just, you know, if, it's kind of like, you know, if you want to keep, if you want to keep growing and changing, you just have to keep moving kind of just to try to kind of find what you want to do and stuff. I think it's, 
and, and I think also, like, you know, I've done this for myself. I've, I've had a lot of self-doubt and a lot of, like, you know, of course you're not going to do that, or that's going to be a lot harder than you think, or that's going to be, you know, it's like, it's not like anything, you know, everything's possible, you know, like, it's not, like, nothing's really impossible. You can, you can always, you know, do something. And so it's like, right. it's just, things are going to be difficult and things are going to be challenging. And thing, I mean, like, you guys in this podcast, like, you know, it's going to be, you know, you guys have had your difficulties, I'm sure. It's yeah. been like a, a struggle, but you guys keep going and, you know, it's that's more amazing. It's a struggle too. for our listeners. <laughs> <right now>. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I just, I just think that's cool. And that's like, I think that's where, I mean, like, it's kind of funny because you, 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 um, all the people we aspire to be, like all the, you know, Mandela's, the Gandhi's, the, you know, um, superstar athletes, the, yeah. you know, maybe even singer songers, whatever, YouTube stars, whatever it is, like they all have their own struggles and their own things. I mean, some people get extremely lucky and like, you know, just by chance, but right. I would argue that some people like even really big successful situations aren't even happy in themselves just because they got lucky. They didn't truly do, do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. But like, I think if, you know, everybody had a struggle, like I think, um, I think Jim Carrey lived in like a van with, when he was younger or something like that. And he like, there's just a lot of different, you know, struggles people had to go through that kind of made them get to that point of like, yeah. like being like, Oh, Hey, you know, I went through this. I can, I can plow through this. I can do this. I can do that. I can, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm based on my great, my greatest obstacle. And I think that's a lot of people's struggle is because we, you know, take all that outside um, fear and the outside like anger and stuff of people and because I think mostly time when you like talk to someone and or I'll, I'll rephrase that if someone says you can't do something it's probably just because they're afraid of doing it yeah because like why why does it matter happen. Yeah. you know like if I'm like why why would I tell someone they can't do something what how is that what's the point of doing that yeah where's the benefit where's the benefit besides mm-hmm. um failing or besides like reinvigorating your own like like proving it to yourself proving it to yourself being mm-hmm. like oh like that's too cold i can't you know or like that's saying too, it who that's are you dumb. saying it for the right. you or me you're you're, you're yeah. you know you're you're buffing your own ego there and i think it's important just to be like you know i'm gonna do this i mean you know everybody's gonna be naysayers that's okay anything you do that's you know risky whatever it is it doesn't matter like in that you know risk obviously changes depending on the family and stuff yeah. but it just I think you just have to kind of go do it i guess that's a really long-winded way of saying that kind of stuff but <laughs> i mean i'm kind of rambler. doing it like that that's very relatable. I mean, like this whole podcast is kind of like that and essential just too. Like, do it. Just, I feel like someone should make a slogan. Yeah, with that, that. Sounds, that's a good. You guys very should use catchy. That. You guys should put that in every <laughs> single podcast. Yeah, you know what? Let's not even research it. We're taking it. Just do it. <laughs> this is going ours. off topic. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's going to have to wrap it up for this episode here. And just want to thank you, Denali, for coming in, man. Just that was awesome. Just kind of gain that insight from your, you know upcoming future here so you know we wish you the best man we wish you a lot of good luck here and that's the thing is you know we'll always uh be here if you need anything uh you know we'll whatever support guidance you name it like you know absolutely support friends and for man um so for our listeners out there just don't forget to check us online on facebook.com slash going off topic and also check us out on our other platforms where you can rate and review us and that is on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. And most importantly, just want to thank you, everybody. Uh, Merry Christmas. Have a happy holiday for all of you guys and for New Year's as well. And from all of us here at Going Off Topic, uh, have a good one. See ya. Toodles. <laughs>